The following is a paid advert. The script has been provided by this week's sponsor. This week's podcast is brought to you by Lazarus. Lazarus is a top-down action MMO roguelike being developed by Spilt Milk Studio. And they're taking sign-ups to their public beta right now at www.playlazarus.com. But why should you care? Well, other than to validate them forking out 40 quid for this dubious attempt at PR, here are four indisputable scientific facts about Lazarus. The game area is 160,000 kilometers squared, and it takes 37 minutes to get from one corner of the world to the other. That's almost as long as, long as it takes James to start reading the emails after Dave's given him the prompt. Matt, you'll like this one. You'll be levelling up and collecting ships along the way, inspired in no small way by Destiny. Basically, loads of numbers going up to distract shite players from how much they suck at the game. There will be at least 1,000 players in the game in one server at a time. You know what else has 1,000 people in it at once? The credits list to Metal Gear Solid 5, which Dave will never be able to corroborate at the rate he's going through his Let's Plays. I can't believe you missed that fucking dog. It is being self-published by Spilk Milk Studios. Self-publishing is just like self-loving in that it is very important and often ignored part of your daily life and mental welfare, isn't it, Sean? So there you have it. Why wouldn't you join and help Spilt Milk make the game great? www.playlazarus.com And if you type Computer Game Show in the box marked special code as you sign up, you'll get an exclusive ship skin based on the podcast's logo. Start living it. And welcome to the Computer Game Show. My name's David Turner. I'm here with Matt Murray. Hello. James Farley. Hi. And no Sean Bell again this week. He is, uh, is he forgot, <laughs> he didn't forget, but it's, it's his one year anniversary. So um, congratulations, Sean. It's now, I mean, the recording time is half nine, which means he's probably huffing and puffing away. So uh, congratulations to you both on your one year anniversary. And Chris uh, Spann, if you're listening, you owe me a tenner uh, because now they've been together for a year. So um, yeah, we're just going for a free man show this week. We did have a guest line up, but unfortunately he was unable to make it at the last minute. So uh, it's just us, lads. Are we okay with this? It's, Absolutely. Exactly. This is a strange one. Have we done a podcast, just the three of us, ever? I don't think we have. I think in that. I don't know if we have. We haven't. So this could be absolutely terrible, or this could be the re- like, Sean might not have a job. This, this could be absolute <laughs> gold. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. Um, okay, so... What's happened between last week and this week, Matt? Is anything happening? I know Gamescom happened, but it was pretty much a non-event. Gamescom has right? happened. It's, it's been surprisingly quiet on the old news front from Gamescom. It's obviously Gamescom widely known, accepted, or you know, said to be the European E3. But um, yeah, it, it's strangely quiet. There's been tons of um, like game demos, obviously. There's been loads of PSVR stuff, and there's been loads of really positive reactions to stuff that's been shown there. So I've been obviously keeping a keen eye on that stuff, but um, generally in terms of news, it hasn't been an awful lot. Um, yeah. It's funny. Cause um, uh, Andy Hamilton of X podcast 
fame. Um, he was at Gamescom and he was he was saying that he was checking out the uh, PSVR stuff, and uh, he pre-ordered one immediately. Um, but he he did say that uh, there is a notab- noticeable dip in co- quality between that and the uh, the other headsets. Like oh, definitely, yeah, night and yeah. day. So um, uh, I would like to see how bad that is. He said that it just doesn't really fucking matter because a you know it's so much cheaper. And B, I mean, it, the appeal of VR is not really how good the games look, are they? I mean, the games that I'd... But that one, would you remember we were at EGX and then we played that one thing on Oculus where you walked around a castle and there was goblins and shit. Yeah, that was one the I game, felt sick at. Yeah, and the game looks like absolute shit. Like, because it was created by one guy and it was just more of a tech demo than anything else. But it's it was still amazing to experience. So it's kind of like... I'm not actually that worried about how good it looks. I just want it to work yeah, well. Yeah, I mean, I, you know I, I, mean? I was saying this months ago, and you you all said I had a massive agenda against PSVR, but it's still true. I mean, the, the PS4 was never going to be able to deliver the sort of quality that Vive and Oculus were, were going to, but it, but it doesn't matter. I mean, I've had loads of impressions, obviously, this week from Gamescom and also people who have been trying it um, in the States. That they're doing like a nationwide tour in like Best Buys and stuff. And those people saying, I've already got a Vive, I've already got an Oculus, and PSVR by might not have like the higher resolution and it might not look as good within like seconds or you know or potentially minutes you, you basically forget because it does have really great presence it is really immersive like the, the, the demos that have been shown so yes i'm sure if you like stopped and looked at like, the graphics or textures and this and that it won't be it won't be as high as vive and oculus but uh from everything i think i've read i, I hear, i've heard nothing but positive things about the the experiences and the games that have been shown um so yeah I'm, I, don't I'm, feel, I don't think we were ever saying to you that the ps5 uh ps VR was ever going to look as good as Oculus. I just think we were arguing that it doesn't really matter because you would you were just like, well, damn it, oh, it's going to be shit. And I, it was like, no, it might, might be decent. We I, don't I, know. I just said it would never be as good. And you're like, Matt's mm. never been really down on stuff. Well, I don't remember no, this. But he is for, but yeah, no, he is for this though. Like, or he was. Yeah, he I'm seems to totally change his tune now. now. Yeah, I'm high as a kite now. He's bang up for it. He can't wait to be <laughs> well sick psyched. all over again. In, in, into another helmet. Um, yeah, yeah, so, uh, yeah, but it's weird, because I, I saw, uh, I don't know if you saw that quote from EA about these sort of um, events, they kind of see them as dead now, and uh, they're not 100% sure they're going to be around for much longer, um, and that kind of reflects on, you know, the fact that, what was it, Sony weren't there, and Microsoft weren't there, no one really had anything to announce, I think Microsoft had some stuff on the show floor, but and Sony had stuff on the show floor, but there was never any like sort of major keynote or anything. Um, no, I mean, they all see the benefit of like the Apple style keynote, you know, on their own terms, on their own place, whenever they want to do it, and that seems to get as much buzz now than as opposed to having to stick with other people's schedules and another another conference entirely. I mean, it'd be, it'd be so sad to see three go, but you've heard nothing about nothing. Um, You've heard loads of people say E3 is going to be dead in like two to three years. You know, I don't know if it will be though, because that still generates so much interest. I mean, I'd love to know the streaming figures. I bet it's insane. I just don't. I don't think that that will die out completely. It can't. You yeah, know, there's people like Nintendo are doing it on their own terms. You know. Yeah, but I they're mean, not exactly. They're damn. Yeah, I, I know, of a yeah. fuck no, to I, show. I, I, it'll be. I, I'll be genuinely gutted if he if he stops. I know, like, there's that time a few years ago when it all went to like um, Santa Monica hotel rooms, and it, yeah, it wasn't really as good. But um, I like to think it sticks stays around. But I can also totally see why it'll be just 
better, probably much more cost effective, um, and just easier for publishers uh, to do it on their own terms and have their own shows. Could you imagine if Nintendo, um, like all the stuff that they announced in recent uh, Nintendo Directs, could you imagine if they'd done it in front of a fucking audience? God, that would have been cringy. Just like, just like walking out and coming out with fucking nonsense. It's just like games that no one really gives a shit about and just like just thinking, where's the good stuff? <laughs> Where yeah, is it's the a good shame stuff? Because there would have been, yeah, so many um, like classic E3 style moments, you know, if that <laughs> yeah. stuff was all done on stage. Yeah, James would be in his element. Be loving it, sitting there with his popcorn, grinning from ear to ear. It's true, Do you it's know. Cold. From time to time, I like to I go on YouTube and I watch some of those ones again. Like not all of Which them. Which What's your favorite? What's your favorite, James? It's probably that one. Oh, what was the one with the you know the? Oh, sorry. Can we cut this? Because I've got I've got a blank, and it's really bad. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, 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 Um, the giant enemy crab one, Ridge Racer. No, no, no. My favorite one's that one with the um. Oh fuck. I've totally forgotten the name. Tekafuji or whatever his name was, the 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 guy with the one million troops. Are you also not thinking about the one? You're not. But what about the one where the guy was like is playing connect is connect and he's like boom and no, like no, his no. foot went all crazy. No, nah, that was that was uh, that was one <laughs> yeah, of the that was brilliant. Ones, no, the one no, I'm thinking on. of is that one. Uh... What what happens in it? Ah, oh, okay. Is it basically you no? Know, it's the one where like there's all like technical problems as well, and we're like right at the beginning. Well, that it down. No, <laughs> this so, is amazing. But no, 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 James. This one, this what one. What are you saying? Eh? What's going on in your head there, I mate? I don't know because I'm totally <laughs> blanking on what the company was. I've totally forgotten. James, what actually happens though? Okay, maybe we can work it out from that. So they they totally messed up because what happened was they they kept on being like huge delays, you know, between like you know showing stuff. Obviously, then they also had the wrong captions for people's names as well. So the best bit was like this: they had like the president of the company, who's Japanese, like came up, and then he's talking, and then on the bottom, it's got this guy's like name, and it says like the creator of Def Jam, and it's like <laughs> obviously he's not, and it's, it's, <laughs> it's just, this is a real sort of deep cut, isn't it? I mean, this is a bizarre reference. I mean, people amazing. come out with the big hitters like the Vitality Sensor, the you know the Wii Music, um, One Million Two. Uh, <laughs> perfect, um, uh, you know, yeah, the, the, you ever wonder what the part of an avatar's shoe looks like? Oh, bam. <laughs> there it there is. It is. <laughs> you know, all that sort of stuff. You're going out with some deep cut that I've never even heard of. Yeah, because this, this one is, is brilliant because there's like these massive gaps as well, like between when they're supposed to be showing things. And then also, I think even the computer crashes at one point as well. It's, it's just, it's insane. I, oh, I just can't remember which the company was. It's, Does it, did, the, the, the Activision one where um, uh, one of my favourites the Activision one where the presenter tries to make all sorts of really terrible jokes about the, the audience <laughs> like literally everyone's just ripping the piss out of him by the end of it and he looks like he wants to die no, no you've not seen that one no James man you're supposed to be a fan of this this is supposed to be in your element mate I James. think it was okay okay I think it was Konami I think it right. was a Konami one okay who cares? Just it, tell no, us no. what happened. It definitely was the Konami one. And because they also had like Def Jam Rap Star and all that kind of thing they were showing. They basically showed off like a whole ton of games at the beginning that if you watch it in retrospect, it's really funny because it's like no one cared about any of these games. They were all terrible. And then they yeah, it it is just it's just really funny. <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> James, I've got no idea what goes in your head. You're such a different person to ninety percent of the population that Thanks. it's just so, <laughs> fucking. Yeah, this I mean, is the one I found it. I found it because I was just looking on YouTube. It's it's Konami's E3 2010 keynote. It's um, <laughs> it's it, it's proper amazing. Seriously, it's it's a complete okay, right. like car crash. It's really funny. Let let's get that link tweeted out, and I'll, I'll pull listening to this right now. I can go to our Twitter feed and, and have a watch because it sounds amazing. I want to watch it. it. How does it sound amazing? It doesn't sound like anything. He hasn't told us anything. I know because I can't remember like exactly like the sequence. I could just imagine remember watching it and just laughing, and I was watching it because it was it was it makes you cringe so badly. Like when you're watching it, it it is the one with the one million troops as well. And it's oh bit- yeah, yeah, yeah! That that whole one where, where where they come out and they do the dancing, they show that dancing game off. Yeah, they show like a that, whole ton of that stuff. Was but that then Mr. Also, Caffeine? Also, like no, 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 no. That was it. That was a couple of years later. But then also at the beginning, it's got this whole stuff where there's just tons of technical problems as well, which just make it even funnier. And like yeah, people, yeah, did, people did, like walking into each other, and then like the lights go off, and there's like everyone's in the dark, but no one knows what's going on. And it goes on for about three minutes like that, and it's just like, it's just really funny. <laughs> the the um. Yeah, the the, the the bit where they're, they're showing the dancing game and they dance to the game and they've got the guy, the Japanese guy they got in there is like way overexcited. Yeah. But he still knows he has to read the teleprompt thing. So he's kind of like that sort of tones down his excitement slightly. Um, and then he's got that guy next to him that's, what you're trying to see yeah. is... <laughs> like, and it's just one. like really bad gags all the time. Yeah, that is a... Yeah, that's the One Million Troops one. That yeah. is just the best. I, I love that. It's so fucking funny. And it just looks like it's in some cupboard rather than like something big because you, all you see is the big stages and stuff and the, you know, Microsoft and Sony and stuff like that. And then Konami come out of this tiny little fucking cupboard and just shut eyes. It is a good one. That is a classic. Well, one classic. of my favourites was the, was it like a guy on drums? Was it Wii Music? Yeah, that was yeah. Wii Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy that was just like shaking his head and he's just like, yeah. <laughs> was going mental. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> And I like they thought, well, yeah, they're everyone on stage, and um, the music that was coming out was so broken up and messed up that it just made it even funnier. Uh, yeah, good, jo- good times. Um, it is, I just... have been doing like a retrospective, actually, like I'm watching old ones together, and it's been hilarious watching them. Well, watching the really, really that, old just seeing all the crap come through. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, well, um, I the only thing that I've watched from past E3s recently was the uh, No Man's Sky first showing. We'll get to that. Um, yes, we will. Right, right. Okay, so you you've um, you've put a couple of news uh, articles up in the in the on the document, Matt. What what are we talking about? Well, this is obviously a new segment. What could that be with James Farley? Um, <laughs> I, I've got a couple of, a couple of news got, stories see, I've here. Got nothing James this week. What I've could got that be? <laughs> what could that be? You've had nothing for previous weeks. It didn't stop you typing something yeah, down in the fucking thing. Really got nothing. What's this, Matt? Yeah, you're right. It has been a quiet week, but it's just something I found interesting. Um, Aaron Greenberg uh, from Microsoft did an interview with Engadget, and um, well, no, sorry, at least Engadget were reporting it. And um, this refers to the whole idea of Project Scorpio exclusive games. I mean, it, I think it's fairly obvious that they will do them. Up to now, they've said no. Um, but basically, there's a question saying, "Are you going to make games exclusive to Project Scorpio?" Uh, and he says, "No, we're not. We're going to have like." We're not going to have console exclusive games for Scorpio. It's one ecosystem, blah blah blah. And then he goes yeah, on their, to say, "Their phrase was no gamers left behind, right?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, of course, no games. Uh, Evans, I've got that tattoo uh, now. Yeah, it's <laughs> such a great phrase. Yeah. <laughs> but then he goes on to say, um, "Now with the power and capabilities we have, we'll be able to do high high fidelity VR, 
Now on that space, we don't think of that as console gaming. We think of that as high fidelity VR. And so with VR experiences, there will be new things that you could only get on Project Scorpio. Essentially what but, you're saying is VR will be exclusive, which yeah, which is no surprise. It's just interesting that they aren't they're, they're not counting that as console gaming. Um, Matt, Matt, did you did you copy and paste this like exactly like from the thing? Yes. Because yeah, there's exactly. no only there. It just says here those will be new things that you will get on Project Scorpio, not only on Project Scorpio. Well, it um well, it I mean to me that sounded like only on it, it's it's a non story. Yeah. Well, no, it kind of is a non-story because, I mean, you'd expect that, wouldn't you? I mean, if uh, what they're going to do, just like not bring out VR-only games because of the Xbox One can't handle them. They, they, of course they're not. It just makes total sense. But uh, if anyone's getting upset by that, then they need to fucking sort their lives out, I think. I mean, that's just obvious, isn't it? Your you, uh, Xbox One can't cope with VR, right? This new one can. So... Despite the fact that I'm saying, oh, look, you know, there's going to be no exclusive games for Scorpio. You've got to understand that that's, except, that's an exception. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's always going to be the case. So, uh, yeah, bit of a non-story. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, <laughs> the more important story this, this week is the, uh, the sudden, not announcement, but the, the sort of leak of the uh, PS4 Slim. Mm, yeah, interesting. It is interesting, isn't it? Because I think... We weren't really expecting it because the focus seemed to be on Neo. Um, and then that went a bit quiet. And then suddenly this PS4 Slim has uh, emerged. Yeah. I mean, uh, with possible, I mean, a lot of people now saying that, that the, um, the Neo won't be available till next year. Yeah. Well, so um, obviously Neo chat has gone a bit quiet. Obviously, it's in the lead up to the September 7th announcement, which is the this PlayStation meeting, they've called it. It's almost certainly going to show off Neo, but. They just call it a PlayStation meeting. We don't know what's officially going to be confirmed there, but one would suspect Neo. Uh, that's gone quiet. Uh, PS4 Slim, it, it was rumoured ages ago and nothing was really seen. But then um, on Sunday night, um, someone from Manchester actually was on Gumtree and they saw some PS4s being sold. I think the title was New PS4, not in shops for, not in shops for another three weeks. And someone actually went, went ahead and bought one for £300 and it turns out it is this new... PS4 Slim, um, which is bonkers that, that someone has had these. Yeah, how is that even possible? I mean, they fell off the back of a lorry, someone in the chain nicked them. <laughs> Who knows? But or, that... or potentially they're all going out to retailers. I don't know. I mean, this is clearly dodgy, something dodgy here. But um, I mean, uh, the fact that these are out um, and someone's got hold of them means that I, I would imagine they were going to announce them on the 7th and say they're in stores from tomorrow or from next week. Yeah, yeah. It's clearly going to be a you know, really, really quick announcement and then release schedule. But um, yeah, the PS4 Slim, it looks interesting. It, it's real. Obviously, when this thing first came out, people thought people thought it was fake. I mean, the first shots of this thing were just the, the box shots. The box looked a bit weird. The machine looked a bit weird. Um, then this guy said, I'm going to go, I'm going to actually go out now and buy one. Uh, and then he came back and had some and took some more shots and near gaff burst in the flames and everyone else went crazy and then people thought is it real was it just another 3d printed machine um but no it but then turns, your it, game your game has showed off today that they went and visited the guy 
yeah. and f- found it to be, yeah, 100% genuine. Yeah, so like Eurogamer were basically getting exclusive. Like last night, everyone was tweeting this guy saying like, just show us a video of it booting up. Like, why are you doing that? It, this is t- it felt totally dodgy, the fact that he wouldn't show a picture or video, sorry, of the thing booted up. And clearly Digital Foundry had got in touch and said, look, we want it exclusive. And Richard Lieber, who, who used to be like, he used to edit, um, used to be editor of Sega Saturn magazine and Sega magazine back in the day. Yeah. Uh, I met him also maybe like, it was on Me Machine Sega, but anyway, whatever. Um, he's now the editor or, or lead of Digital Foundry. He actually went over to this guy's house um, and got this exclusive video of the machine booting up. And they're going to obviously do a bit more, a bit more of an expose, I believe, on the machine. But um, what, what, what do you guys think of how it looks, first of all? I I think it looks absolutely fucking awful. So, uh, for those of you that haven't seen the screenshots or the, the photos of it, it's it's kind of like imagine the PS4 and how it looks now, but with the top half because you know it's split you know uh, horizontally down the middle. It imagine that top half sort of just squashed a bit, and that's kind of what it looks like. It's got rounded corners, and I don't know. I just it really looks unappealing to me. I actually think it looks quite nice. I, I, there's there's one shot in particular where you sort of see it from the top, and I think it looks really nice. It does look like a sort of squashed like router. <laughs> I don't know, and and everyone's saying it looks cheap, um, but just because it's all plastic and doesn't have gloss of the original PS4, um, I think everyone is saying it's cheap is totally forgetting that the model I've currently got, the most recent ps4 model it is also all plastic and it does look cheap and it's exactly the same plastic and there's no gloss i think i said that a few weeks ago when i got my ps4 uh, when i got my new ps4 but uh yeah i think it looks nice i mean it'd be interesting to see what it's like in real life on the comparison shots it does look like it is just just over half uh, just over half size so not quite 50 percent smaller but it looks nice and um, I, I mean if this is literally just a smaller ps4 i don't see the point of anyone getting it I think it's they they get to the point where it's like what I was saying with the Xbox One S. I th- I think they just get to the point where they're not trying to convert people that have already got the consoles. They're just replacing the original um, looking thing. The, the, sorry, the original console um, for when people inevitably want to buy them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I totally or get if there's that. Breakdown but there is actually a reason to get the Xbox One S. Sort of, yeah. Well, yeah right. If you've got a 4K TV, it does HDR, does 4K Blu-ray. It's, it's Ultra HD Blu-ray player. Does it it's do HDR? New... Uh, yeah, it's got, yeah, it's the... HDR. All right. It's 4K. It's got UHD Blu-ray player. It outputs video to 4K, and it's got a new Bluetooth um, controller. This, judging by the box at least, it's not 4K. It hasn't got any of that stuff. From, from the box at least, it looks like it's just a smaller PS4. Yeah, it's pretty bad if it if it hasn't got um, uh, 4K capabilities, really. The, yeah, but that you... doesn't really matter because I think the whole point of this one that they've just re- this is to be releasing is to they'll cut the price so it's cheaper to just you know steal a march that way. Because I don't, how many people have 4K TVs like really? Well, like, anyone that bought a TV in the last couple of years, I'd, I'd imagine. I know, Matt. Have you got one? Uh, no, I'm waiting for. No, I'm not. I've got one yet. No. But it's it's just I don't know I think maybe they're hoping that if they keep the price lower, you know if it's think about it if you've got a choice you've got a choice between a PS4 which has got like a lot of games massive install base or an Xbox One which is more expensive which one would you go for? What, what do you mean? If the PS4 is cheaper, they're still going to sell more than the, the Xbox One is. 
Is it cheaper at the moment? We don't know that yet. But what I'm saying is if, if it if it doesn't have anything, you know, blindingly massively better, apart from the fact that it's slimmer, if it's cheaper, that doesn't matter. It still will sell well. I mean, yeah, I'm not arguing that it's not going to sell. I don't know what point you're making. I'm trying Are to they say able- this. they're trying to make this like a budget like option, if you sort of mean, compared with what the Neo's probably going to be. Well, yeah, obviously, but then isn't that what the Xbox One S is? No, because no, it's much more expensive. Yeah, and there's a upgraded hardware inside it. The Xbox One S is a lot more expensive, and it's got a lot. Really? No, I thought Xbox it was quite One cheap. S is more expensive than the existing um, or the older Xbox Xbox One models. That you know. Well, it, yeah, it, obviously, because it it's more. a new. I, I, well, new what I'm trying to say is that when they release this slim version of the PS4, it will almost certainly come with a price cut. Therefore, you'll be getting like a brand new PS4 at, I, I don't know, say £50 or whatever, whatever. It's cheaper than like the current ones you can see. And then when Neo comes in, it will maybe come in slightly more slightly more money than, you know, maybe that'll be 350 and this will be like 250 So there's like a very clear gap. You can buy the new Neo, which is slightly more than current prices, or this new PS, sloop, this new slim PS4, which is slightly cheaper. Hmm. I, I, I. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 think it, I think it's fine. I think it's the obvious thing to do, and I, I haven't got a problem with it whatsoever. But, um, I, yeah, I don't, I don't care. It's weird. It, it, to me, it just feels like that will be my replacement PS4 when mine breaks. That's the thing. You know you're, I mean? But you're not the target audience, are you? I mean, you've already owned one. It's, you know. Um, yeah. No, you're when your PS4 right. breaks, you'll buy Neo. Well, it depends. We don't really know what. The Neo is how much it's going to cost. We don't know enough details, no, no, do no, we? No, of course not. No, no, to make any sort of decision, and um, yeah, I just, I just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I just the only, the only comment that I can make about it is that I think it looks crap. Like, the, the, I really like the design of the old PS4, um, or you know, the current PS4, whatever. Um, and you were saying that you didn't. What, what didn't you like about it, James? No, I didn't say I didn't like the design. I said I think it looks, it looks all right. I mean. I don't think either the PS4 or the Xbox One look good. I don't think they're like really like attractive like looking machines. I don't know. I think the PS4 is. I did, well, the one I've got, I, st- I think it looks great. I really do. I think it's distinctive and uh, it's got a unique design. And, you know, the, the Xbox One looks fucking terrible. I ain't going to, you know, you look at it, it's just a hunk. It's I know, like, I know. It's just uh, such a fucking uh, a hunk. <laughs> what? A hunk. It's, a, it's so hunky. It's a brute. It's a fucking block um but the ps4 i think looks yeah i think that looks pretty sweet i don't yeah i'm not with you on that one. Oh no i just it's like i said to you earlier i just think it looks it looks plasticky you know and i know i know you don't agree with that but it to me it does well no i agree it looks plasticky but i, I don't agree with you you said it look the plastic looks cheap or something yeah it's this the finish on it it doesn't look like let me let me explain what i mean by this like not all plastic stuff is the same like, if you look at, like, for example, like the Vita, it looks brilliant. Like, it looks, you know, that's obviously plastic, but it looks really, really nice. But the, f- I, I just, personally, I just feel that the finish on the PS4 makes it look a bit cheap. But then the same goes for the Xbox One as well. That looks cheap as well. It's, but the um, finish on the PS4, it's the same as most consoles. Yeah, they, they, they all look a bit cheap. Yeah, they don't look that great. I, yeah, mean, I mean, they all look like toy. None of them look as, uh, as good as, say, the you know Apple devices and stuff like that and, and phones and shit, but I don't think they look cheap. Because I certainly don't think the PS4 looks cheap. It looks really compact and doesn't look like it's wasting space. I think it. I think it looks smart. Um, and the same with like say 
take the GameCube. I think the GameCube looks really good. Like I like I love the look of that console. Um and then you got something like the Xbox One. I don't think you could put them in, in the same category. Like the Xbox One's just fucking terrible. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It looks yeah, it does look terrible, especially after the new one came out as well. And then you look at the old one, you're like, What what was this? <laughs> it, really, it really does look terrible. <laughs> the Xbox One you, looks brilliant, I think. I think it's so yeah. nice. I think it does look nice as well. I mean, I love what they did with the venting in that. Um, and, you know, it's just a smart way of just adding venting to it without it, like, with incorporating it into the design and stuff. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I will wait until it gets announced. I I don't know why they didn't announce it at Gamescom. I suppose they want to save it for their own media announcement or whatever. Uh, but then it's weird to announce. I think it's kind of strange to just say, hey, the Neo's coming out, oh, and we've got a new PS4. You know, wouldn't you have wanted to keep the Neo separate from it and give it its own stage? No, I don't I know. Guess, I reckon the whole point of this Slim is to get is to get more people and they're going to cut the price. Like, I, I, I'm not going to bet with you about what the price is going to be, but if you can imagine if by Christmas you can get like this new one for like 199 it's not going to happen, but, you know, that would be really good. <laughs> it's not going to happen, though, is it? Well, it might do. I mean, it might come. It might like maybe one on nine, and then like you know two forty nine or whatever game or something like that. You know, it you know it'd be pretty good. Yeah, mm. I mean, ultimately they're going to release this. It'll be a cheaper PS four for in times of in time for PSVR. That's what it's going to be for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're going to run that alongside the uh, the PSVR helmets, aren't they? And, yeah, weird one. They don't call them helmets, do they? I don't know why I'm obsessing with uh, that headset. Word. Oh, that's the one. Helmet. That is the one. Okay, right. That's what's been happening in the computer game world this week. AKA nothing. Yeah, pretty much. Um, it's all a bit tiresome out there at the moment. Um, but let's get to let's get to what we've been playing this week because I have been burning to talk about this game, and I'm gutted Sean's burning? not here. I've been dying to do it. I don't know what I'm saying anymore. I'm really tired tonight. This is a bad one. Um. Yeah, no, I've been dying to talk about this game, and uh, I'm glad Sean's not here because he was really down on No Man's Sky loss. Uh, he was. I listened back to last week's show, and I felt depressed, and I was part of it. I was shouting at my own iPhone, and I was part of the show, so I, I have to apologise to the listeners here. So he texted me um, shortly after the show went out and said, I was did not get across what I thought about this game in the right way. He seemed to focus on all the stuff that he hated, but he still genuinely enjoyed playing it. Um I mean, the stuff coming out from No Man's Sky, all the all the sort of aftermath from the release and all the news buzzing around it uh, during release, it's, it has been absolutely insane. And we've been talking nonstop about it off of you know off air, if you want to call it that. But Matt, what were you shouting? What were you getting angry at with uh, when you listened back to? Well, that I show? just well, okay. So when I, when I when we talked about the game last week, I bet I just got off the the planet basically. I'd, barely put in, I put in like one evening's worth, you know, like two or three hours and that's it. So I didn't really feel like I had a strong enough idea about the game um, and its faults and its its positive uh, aspects to really sort of um, argue the case or explain my side and maybe bring a bit of a more positive spin on the, the game. Um, so I was just, it just felt like a, a negative show. And again, I will also say everything Sean said was pretty much bang on anyway. Uh, I'm just I'm just saying it probably needed a bit more positivity to balance it out because I felt a bit depressed listening to that because um, everything I played since I, I've 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 enjoyed it immensely. Right. So what 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 have you done? Like how far into into it are you? So I've done about um, nine or ten jumps now to different systems. Um, I'm not sure how many plants I've been on. Um, 
10 or 15 whatever um i i've done done loads of stuff the, the last like, couple of nights i played it um i i've i've i think i've made like, a fair fair number of breakthroughs i've got an atlas pass which is um how do you get that you basically um the, when you do a jump or two um something called a space anomaly will appear on your map and your goal is basically to get to the space anomaly and then things happen um and that's all i'm going to say because i'm i am it. now um six jumps in i think really and i haven't seen one of these things yet six uh, so, uh, so you've done six jumps to different like different systems and you haven't yeah. had a oh well, okay well I'm, I'm sure it appears at some point but basically a space normally does appear so if you go to the galactic map are there any um i don't know any sort of uh what's the word sort of points of interest on there yeah there's um uh there's something that i'm heading towards an atlas uh, okay yeah yeah so waypoint yeah that's, so the atlas, it, that's the atlas thing is super important so uh, i've also done i've also got um so i've got atlas pass i've been to an atlas planet or station or everyone called that that, that that that's really not really cool um yeah I've, I've been through a black hole um which is awesome so when there, there are a lot of choices you can make on uh on you haven't done it yet so i'm not gonna ruin it but there's a choice you can make fairly soon and you can um there's various routes through the game and you can choose like a crazy one which might send you anywhere you can do a straight straight and narrow one towards the center or there's another one you can choose um and uh yeah but basically you can go for a black hole and then you can basically you're going to go forward but you might go off the beaten path as it were yeah you can do the the, the atlas um one is part of the law and storyline or you can just do whatever you want really and go wherever, wherever direction you want to go but um you have done that we went for a black hole i've um warped out into a giant space battle with like tons of tons of ships shooting shooting each other and i quickly had to get out of the way because um because i'll get killed in fact i have been killed twice now by pirates and i've had to bomb it back to where my grave is to collect all my stuff yeah i've, I've been killed a good four or five times now i think yeah I've um, um, I found some amazing planets with nothing but vortex cubes, and I'm making tons of money just getting all them up and going to the uh, space station, sending them off, and going back down. Um, yeah, I've I've seen loads of loads of really amazing planets, and I'm having an absolute blast playing it. I mean, on Sunday night, I thought I'll play just play half an hour because I would need to get up early in the morning for a run. Uh, that was ten o'clock, and at two o'clock, I thought, oh, I fucked it now. So, <laughs> and, and then last night, I was on to like gone one. Uh, and it was a school night. Uh, it's just yeah, this game just eats away hours. Like you think, oh, I'll just do little couple of things here, and before you know it, it's ridiculously late at night. And but I, I'm I'm loving it more and more. Um, there are lots and lots of faults. Like there's more flaws in this than the Empire State Building, but it's really really good. Really enjoying it. I uh yeah, so I've been playing it. Finally got my hands on a copy, and uh, I've been working through it. And um yeah, I mean it's it's really. It's a really hot. The the thing that sums it up for me, right, is that I have had a lot of people say to me that I wouldn't expect to even have heard of this game, let alone um, suddenly want to buy it. But I've had a lot of people say to me, "Oh, I've heard this No Man's Sky is really good. Um, you know, I've seen the adverts and stuff. It looks great. Um, should I get it? I find it almost impossible to recommend. Like genuinely, really? I find I, that so strange. Well, why? Because it's not what it looks like. The game, all the stuff that they're showing off and all the stuff that, um, like, the, the even ideas behind it and stuff, it's not that game. Like, I, I can't look at that and say, honestly, yes, that's the game I'm playing. Um, you know, and, and the stuff they are showing off is 
you know, things like the combat and the combat is terrible. And, you know, they're showing, still showing animals that look relatively not shit. And that's not the game yeah. I'm playing. It's like all all the animals that I've found seem to be just some weird Frankenstein monster thing that can barely like walk, let alone react in a realistic way. Um, when you look at the fact that they've built a galaxy, there are times where you're thinking, well, have they? Because it, to me, it kind of doesn't feel like this huge open world game or open galaxy game. It feels like you're just going from hub to hub, you know, like in a sort of Grand Theft Auto versus Tomb Raider um, reboot edition, you know, like in Tomb Raider, when you're, going, you're literally just going from hub to hub, it's not a completely open world area. Um, in this, it's the same. It's like, okay, I'm going to the next bit that I'm warping to now. You don't feel completely free. Um, the, like, and if you're really into your space stuff, you're going to get really pissed off with this, I think, because there's so many inconsistencies with how the, how the worlds work and the fact that the planets don't orbit and there's really no physics-based stuff in there, um, which is insane when you think about it. Like the whole... Uh, uh, the fact that everything seems to have, you know, roughly the same gravity uh, to it, and yeah, I think that's going to happen. I don't think that, I just feel like there's enough mathematics happening right now of all the players and the servers and the this and that. I think they've probably turned it off or stopped it. But I, 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 I don't, I that don't believe that. In. I don't believe that at, at all. It I think it that's easier, doesn't it? that is such a huge change to make. Um, to bring all that shit in, that is going. That is that's a fucking game changer, man. Like, and if it wasn't in there from the start, I mean, what? It's not something you just f- turn a switch and it works. Like, all that stuff is. It's, that would be a major, major overhaul of what the game does and how it works to, to suddenly just patch that in. I don't think that's going to happen at all. Um, so, yeah, I, I all think that it stuff- could happen. I think we don't know enough. I mean, if it's all, you know, algorithms and. And generated in, in you know by, by mathematics and whatnot. That, well, who's to say there isn't like a gravity set in gravity sort of slide or gravity number? And it, right now it's just set to zero. Well, there could well, there, too much there possibly elsewhere. will be, but how how like I mean, you know, maybe there was at one point, but how can you implement that with now without it completely? Like the chance of it completely breaking the game is so high. Yeah, it'd be a crazy thing to implement. But I also wouldn't be surprised if maybe there is in the future a small subset of planets where there are more crazy, you know, gravi- gravitational pulls. I don't, know, man. I don't I mean, think there's we'll all see it. other things like there's a nice planet right next to us, right next to like a bloody lava planet. You know. Yeah, yeah. There's all that sort but of it's stuff. Not bad. And... I, I love space, but I can forgive it that stuff because because I just can, <laughs> frankly. Well, this is this is what I'm getting to, right? And it's the other thing as well is when you look at uh, when you go back and look at the early videos of the game and stuff. I mean, we're used to downgrading in graphics now. Um, you know, look, you look at the likes of uh, Watch Dogs, and I mean, there's a hilarious one showing the original showing of Rainbow Six Siege and what it looks like when it come out, and it's like Jesus Christ, that is. I mean, you have scaled and that, it, back. and that kills own video. Uh, I don't remember the kill zone one, but yeah, yeah, the one where they're like sh- flying on a ship into like battle, and it looked like the most insane CGI trailer of all time, and then turns out it was. Was that, <laughs> yeah. was that for PlayStation Three? That one. Uh, yeah, PS Three, I believe. Yeah. Well, the the thing is, right? This, I mean, it looks bad, and the animations of the of the um, animals look terrible. There's nothing as populated as you, as it looks. Like, I mean. 
literally you land on a planet and if you're lucky you'll see someone like see some animal and then you'll look around and there'll be another pack of about two or three animals and like and then when you look at those original trailers there's like dinosaurs all mixing together and reacting to things and running around and like in this they're just like hobbling about i mean there's that that video that everyone has seen now with the uh, uh jurassic park music over the top uh, that suddenly cuts to what it looks like. Like it shows a bit of E3 uh, footage, and then it shows what it actually looks like. And you just think, "Fuck me, that is that is some scaling back on on how this game looks." And you know, flying over the planet is is just it looks really shit because everything's popping in. You know, there's bits where you'll look at a planet and you'll think, "Ah, oh, look, look, there's that bright green planet with those big oceans. Let me get down there." And then once you break through the atmosphere, it looks totally different. And I'm kind of like, fuck, man, that really takes it takes it out of you. That really sort of just, it's like a fawn in your side. But having said all that, right, I've got a lot of problems with it. Like, the, 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 sorry, the, the, just to add to the negative part of my discussion, um, constantly topping up stuff is can be a complete ball ache as well, you know. Um, that's one of the main things. Like, my brother said that he was interested in buying it. And I just know that the first planet he lands on and it goes, oh, you're life support system's low, it'll just go, oh, I can't be, I'm not doing this, this is ridiculous. Like, and I totally get that. Like, I totally understand why people would be turned off to that stuff because I should be, really. But I'm getting to my point. But it is a resource management survival game, so that's part of the course. Yeah, but it sometimes it's just too much. You oh, know no, what I mean? It does my idea as well. Yeah, it's like, I don't mind being bothered about certain things I need to keep topping up. Like, that's not the end of the world. Um, We're used to that in games, whether it be fucking ammo or health and stuff like that, you know. But in this, it's just like, oh, God, now I've got to make this. Now I've got to make that. You know, it it just gets a bit too much. I can generally live with that. The worst bit for me is when you go to talk to someone and say, can't talk, no, no inventory space. Like, now, yeah. let me have a conversation, and if he decides to give me an item, then I'll have to manage my inventory space. Don't stop the conversation happening. Yeah, and it's it's been like it's also been pointed out like a million times that you know these this is supposed to be this huge galaxy with a ridiculous amount of um, planets in it, uh, and you're discovering them. But when you get down there, there's like fucking little. There's the same little hut that's been in every single planet that you've yeah. seen. You know yeah, what I mean? That's like. Funny. The architecture doesn't change. It's all just exactly the same. There are things where it will say, oh, there's some ruins over there. Go over there. You go over there and there's nothing. And it just says you've made it to your destination. And you go, okay, what am I doing now? You know, there's there's so much wrong with it that I can't recommend this game to a lot of people. And I I mean, I'm reviewing it. I, I, it's probably not going to get a great score. But, but, and this is a huge but, I can't stop playing it. Like I fucking really, really enjoy it, and um, I'm not going to sit here and sort of uh, uh, bash the game and, and and pretend that I'm not liking it because I am. There's just something about it that just keeps me going back, and uh, I think that's mainly down to the idea that anything could be out there. And I've come across some really, really wonderful planets and really wonderful bits and pieces that that just blew my mind. And for those moments, it's worth all the shit that you go through and all the disappointment that you inevitably find once you were expecting something out of the game that wasn't there. Do you know what I mean? Um, Like, for example, the the other day I was flying across a planet and I was just like, whoa, look at that. And suddenly there was this huge crater uh, on the surface. 
and this little pond in the middle of it, like little round pond in the middle of it and loads of trees growing inside it. And it just, it was massive. And I just looked around and just thought, fuck, this is weird. Like, what is this doing here? And I just couldn't break away from it. I, I like, it felt really bad when I got, got back in my spaceship and flew away because I was just like, there's a really cool thing there that pretty much never, like no one will ever see. And uh, I've managed to see it. And now I kind of don't want to leave it because I know I'll never see it again. Because it's not a game where you go back to planets that you've been to. You just keep pushing forward. Um, and I was like, wow, yeah, I'm digging that. Um, and then because of moments like that, it's just kept me going back and thinking, like, I, I, the best way to describe how I play this game is that I'll sit down one in half an hour. I'll play it for two hours um, and be completely bored with it and think, actually, I'm kind of done. But then when the next day rolls around, I get so excited to go back to it. And then I get back to it, back into it again. I have an hour and a half of thinking, this is incredible. And then go off it a little bit. And then, you know, if you play it in no chunks like that, suddenly you're, you you find yourself thinking about it during the day and thinking, okay, well, tonight I'm going to go and I'm going to focus on trying to go to one planet and stand on that planet for a while and try and discover some stuff. Or... I want to go and try some of the the combat and stuff like that. and It's just weird. It's got this weird draw and this weird pull. And I think it's more to do with the fact that anything, you could stumble across anything. And a lot of that stuff will not be as interesting as you want it to be and feel that it should be. Um, it doesn't matter because that pull is still there. That idea that, oh, fuck, I'm about to go into a game seeing something that not even the developers have seen before. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's all about the possibilities for me. It's like the awe, it's like the spectacle or the things you might see, the things you have seen, the things you want to see. Like, so many times I've landed on a planet and it's like walked around slowly to like, to take it in, to take it in. And I absolutely love that. I just think that, that I've seen some incredible scenes of, I've been to like planet surface and you can see like the massive, a massive, massive nearby moon in the distance and you'll see sort of huge blocks of gold or vortex cubes. You'd see like some really amazing stuff with animals running past. Yes, often they shuffle around. It looks weird and it's not realistic, but it's not really about that. I can, I can sort of forgive the forgive that a bit. But yeah, it's just like you, you see some incredible scenes um, in this game. And for me, it's all about that and about the possibility of what, what you're going to see next, what planet you're going to land on next. Will it be really hot? Will it be snowy? Will it be stormy? Uh, yeah, it's all about the possibilities, and that's what's keeping me going. Also, there's always something to do. I mean, is you know, there's always something to be saving up for, or recipe to collect, collect, or some resources to you know to, to get or to manage. And that that might sound boring, and it is boring to some people. But for me, that's what's keeping me going for like another half an hour, another twenty, another hour, or another two hours playing this game because. You know, right now I'm like, okay, I'm saving up for these. I'm saving up vortex cubes so I can buy a ship, and then I want to go here, and I want to make two more jumps to that black hole, and I want to go to that space normally. And yeah, I think that there's so much I want to do uh, still. Wait, I, what are vortex cubes? I don't think I've stumbled across one of those. They're these um, little red spinning cubes you get um, on planets, and basically they're worth like twenty five grand. Uh, and I went. I found a planet, and basically it was just vortex cubes on the surface. As soon as I grabbed one. The Sentinels were after me, and I had to like go in my ship and bomb away. But um, yeah, it's brilliant. In fact, like, I am um, so I found this um, Vortex Cube planet now called Vortex Cubes R Us. If anyone spots the planet, <laughs> uh, there's fuckloads of all on there. Yeah, as soon as you grab one, the Sentinels are on you, like you know, like like, like you wouldn't believe. So you get getting your getting your 
plane you get in a ship and you go somewhere else and grab some more and i had like so many on me and like the police were like you know the tentinels were on me that hey, once i left the planet's atmosphere they were still on me so i left the atmosphere and i was bombing it to the nearest space station and then i had like the sentinel like space police or whatever like on my tail and i was like you know going really fast to try and get into the spe- the um the space station to sell these and yeah i made like 300 300k or whatever um yeah it's funny because i found something worth the same amount but it wasn't a space it wasn't a, a vortex, vortex cube. cube it was a gravitational ball thing it's like a bright white light thing okay and if you stole one of those, I've I've had two of those. And if you stole one of those, the, the exact same thing happens. The the police, the popo comes straight after you. Mm. And um uh and yeah, they sold for around the same. I've I've got two of those so far, and I've I've been I was hanging on to them for like a long time because it it kept saying, oh, you know, these things are really rare. Um, so I was thinking, oh, I'm going to need this to create something really big late and I regret selling them. But then I got to the point where I was just like, no, nah, actually, I want to start buying things. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I sold both of them. But the, the, the only thing you need to keep on, keep keep with you is the Atlas Atlas cubes or Atlas stones, which are the red balls. Uh, those are things that apparently aid you towards the end of the game. So I'm keeping those. But everything else is going. I don't think I've got uh, I got them yet. Are you still in the first spaceship that you had? Yeah, I haven't upgraded my ship yet. I'm, I'm currently saving for a better one, but I haven't... Because my ship's only got, um, like... I think it might have 22 slots. It, it's not huge. Um, have you up, Have you upgraded anything else? Uh, I, I keep... When I go to planets, I go to... Um, you know those orange beams of light, and you can select one of four options. And I select... Um, the bottom option, which basically can tell you where his drop pods are, uh, and those give you extra inventory for your for your your for your for your suit. You sorry, say that again. You you. What, so when you land on the planet, orange beads often, of light. Yeah, well, when 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 you go to like one of, one of the various all locations on the planet, often when you've got when you've gone to like the green uh, question mark uh, to designate sort of a, a new location on the planet, you go there and there's sometimes there's some uh, like. Um, cargo to open there's like a, a thing uh where you can save your progress but also sometimes there's like a little cube on the floor or box with like an orange beam of light going to the sky if i've you... not seen those yeah yeah i i i, I bet you must have done they're everywhere oh yeah I, I must have missed that side of the game completely anyway so if, if you go there then there's, it gives you four options you can try and find a shelter you can find a monolith you can find some other stuff but if you select the bottom one which could be shelter it will um, find uh, a random bit of shelter on the planet, and uh, if it says drop pod, that's the one you need to go to, and that will then give you the option of getting another inventory slot for your for your suit. Yeah, it's funny because so I've done that um, a few times now. I've accidentally found a drop pod, um, okay. and I've upgraded. Yeah, I've upgraded my suit once. Um, oh, okay. But I, I've got a new multi tool. Have you got that yet? Um, I don't. I don't think I have. I, I keep comparing it. I don't. I'm not. I can't remember if I have I got a new one um, in all honesty. It looks completely different. Like it's it's a completely. I think different... I've still got the original one in all honesty. Then yeah. Yeah, you must you must have. Yeah, the, the, I, I I met an alien and we got on and uh, he he said no that was it he said um the, the alien wants your uh, multi tool and I just thought well then the game's not going to physically let me 
lose the multi-tool because it's too essential to the game so I gave I handed it over and then he gave me a new one and it's like much better uh, it does a lot more stuff it's got a lot more slots for, for different uh, upgrades and stuff like that um, yeah and I've upgraded my suit once but I'm dying to get a new ship uh, the problem is everyone that I've seen parked up in a space station is like a million and yeah, I don't I know how I'm going to make that money. the other day but um, yeah I don't want to do that was it a bit naff it was a bit naff. Yeah, it it, it just looked really rubbish. It's like a, it's like a, a trawler or like a, like a, like a, it's like a, like a bin man's like truck basically, but in space, it looked rubbish. But it's it's totally hard. That, that see, the problem is when you find a game. I think to in to explain, there's too much explaining going on when you're talking about why you like this game for it to be a good game. Do you do you know what I mean? Like you feel that like you need to justify it or or uh, defend it more than maybe you should. Um, but every time I've heard someone argue against it and say that they're not enjoying it and saying why why it's crap, I I mean, I, I find it hard to disagree with them or yeah, tell them Yeah, I can totally see why people would find it boring and repetitive, but it, it's got something that I, that I am happy to keep keep doing on. It, it's definitely got addictive quality. Um, and oh, I like the yeah, numbers going uh, up. Yeah, unbelievably so. It's got one more go all over it. It's just I want to keep doing things. I want to keep seeing things. I want to blast another planet. I want to see what the possibilities like. Um, I mean, obviously, um, I think that the fourth or fifth patch came out last night. Um, I, I I think they said that maybe there's only like a couple, or two or three more sort of housekeeping patches to go, and that's when after that, that's when they can start focusing on actually delivering new content and new improvements, not just fixing issues we've had up to now. So. The next two weeks should be quite interesting. Hopefully, once the end of these uh, the bug fixing and problem fixing patches are, are are finished, they haven't really done um, patch notes, have they? They keep saying that patch notes are coming, but I haven't read any. There was patch notes for like two or three patches ago, but the last two, no, there's it, it, been nothing. But um, and um, I find that interesting because I I think they patched out my little because. Uh, I'd read about a uh, something that you can do to earn a huge amount of money really early, uh, and it was and you could sort of justify it in your head as well, because the idea was that you could go to one of these trading stations, and uh, and uh, uh, sort of find something that they were buying for way over the odds, then going out and buying all that product from one of the ships that parked up, and uh, and then selling it on in the trading. Bit yeah, I tried to do that, term. but I guess I must have fixed that because I it, think it really they fixed that. Yeah, because when last time I tried that, um, every time I did it, it worked once, and then every time uh, I tried to do it again, the the product was greyed out on every ship that come in. Like I, I couldn't just keep buying it and repeating uh, the action and stuff. But but that's another thing that keeps me coming back. So you can go to these trading posts where you can buy and sell items. Um, and for everyone you are selling or buying, there's like a, a red or green figure. You know, if it's if they're basically buying it for more than more than you paid for it, I guess, or more than the going selling price. Yeah, it's like the the average uh, price across yeah, the galaxy. Yeah, at least got yeah. to like ninety nine percent. Like, so you can guess something, and it would be worth like you know, almost almost double what you paid for. And it's like seeing you know, like going to different places to see if someone's selling it or buying it. Sorry for a bigger percentage is also quite interesting. Yeah, um, I even spent like two hours the other night just scanning all the animals on one particular planet to get like the three hundred k bonus. And it was, did it was you manage like to money. get it? It was just I wanted to see, I wanted to just go around and collect all the animals. Did you do? Did you manage I did it, it? Yeah, it took me ages got... though because the last one was um, a flying animal, a flying creature, 
and I was like, it's impossible to scan. So I looked on Reddit and they said, just shoot them dead <laughs> and scan the dead one. So I did that. That's a little tip. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, yeah. yeah, weird. What, what a weird game. Uh, I wish it was so much better than it was. But at the same time, I can't, I cannot stop playing it and I'm really enjoying what I'm playing. So it's, um, it's, I, I, it's hard to judge whether I believe it, like, whether I think it's a failure or a success. Um, because in a way it's a success because I'm enjoying what I'm doing, but in another way it's a failure because it's, it, it, it's such a missed opportunity in so many ways that it's a missed opportunity I, now though. I think you mean? build thing. I think it is. Uh, we've everyone said this, but in six months time, this game will be even better. I th- I believe it will be. Yeah. But I just think there's fundamental stuff that can't be fixed. Um, like the air, like the combat. The combat is the combat is awful. You know what I mean. Every time I put totally into basic, a scrap, yeah, but shit, the game is it, basic. You press square to land, and you know, so uh, you know, circle whatever to 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 go up in in, in the air in the sky. Like it, this isn't about this isn't elite dangerous. It's not about you know complex. It or, doesn't need to. No, hold on. It don't need to be complicated to be fun to play. No, no, no. But it's not about complex strategic. Yeah, aerial combat it's just like get up again it doesn't need to be like that it just needs to be fun to play it doesn't it's not fun to play yeah it's not fun to get into a firefight in that game no i've had some in inverted commas space battles where they shoot me and i just have i don't have not fast enough to spin around and actually shoot them so yeah they they can hopefully they'll definitely fix and refine that um obviously one of the things they've been touting that's coming soon is base building which would be interesting because that basically implies you'll essentially create like a home planet to go back to but this game's pretty much about you know keep going forward going forward going forward so i wonder how that's going to change things i wonder how what they're going to do to make you want to go back to a planet or how that's going to work if you want to keep going forward would it just be like a, a giant space freighter that you go around in will you build a base on a particular planet and be able and get an easy warp back there who knows but um that could also be really interesting to see what they do there yeah it's just i i don't know it, yeah, just a like I'm really torn over whether um, I should like it or not. Well, <laughs> Do you know don't what I mean? worry about it if you should like it. If you like it, you like it. And if you don't, if you get bored, then stop playing it. I, this game also totally evokes me like early Minecraft community feeling. Now I'm not in any way saying that it's a global phenomenon like like uh, like Minecraft. Obviously, that was that was that was possibly like a once in a lifetime thing. But um, the, the community is so rabid, are so so. Um, so positive is not the right word, but they're so sort of into this game, and that like on Reddit, it's like a million posts every day of pictures saying, "I've seen this. Have you seen this? What is this? What are these portals? No one knows how to work the portals, which is a, a genuine thing that people have discovered, but no one knows how to use them yet." Um, there's a portal, and no one knows how to use them. Yeah, there, there's like there's like this big sort of um, big stone blocks with like a circle at the bottom, and no one knows how to turn them on or use them or what they're used for. So. There are mysteries already. Thankfully, this is exactly the thing I wanted. But there are mysteries in the game which people are trying to work out how they work and and what they're there for. But this feels probably, like, probably just not in it. They probably had to cut them. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah. Um, but it, it does feel like early Minecraft sort of community feeling of everyone being so excited and they want to see more and do more and they're trying to work out how the game works and what it does and what it doesn't do. Um, so I think this thing is going to run and run. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm do you not feel angry about how the yet. game, how the game was presented at the lead up, like the, how the game was marketed to compared to what the, we got? Uh, uh, sorry, am I bothered about that? Yeah. Uh, nah. I mean, Why not? yes, it looked amazing before, and it does look as amazing now, and is 
loads of issues, but fundamentally I'm still enjoying the game I've got today and I think that's all I need to focus on. Yeah, I guess. I just think, you know, there's that idea. I, look, I suppose more that I'm not, I'm not upset because I'm enjoying it, but I totally understand why people are. You know what I mean? It's not one of those situations where I just think people are moaning. It's one of those situations where I think, hold on, they got a fucking, fucking point here. There's some of this shit is, is well below expectations. Um, it's below expectations, but also, yeah, well, I, I, I can't really like describe, I can't really say what I'm going to say without saying something like an apologist, but. No, go on. Also, like, who gives a fucking damn? Yes, it is going to look better. Yes, it is probably sold something different. You know, the game is the game. Like it or lump it. If you don't like it, just like shut up. <laughs> if you do, if you do enjoy it, and have have a great time. I mean, but yes, how, I, don't, wait, I don't how, agree with that because yeah, the thing is, how could we be? In a... If you've been like you know fed all this like stuff for quite a long time, people got really excited about it. Maybe they saved up like a bunch of money to buy it, and then you get it, and it's like really not what you what you've been what's been marketed to you. Then yeah, you would feel a bit crap about that. Yeah, but then yeah, but I don't know, Matt's just saying, shut up. Yeah. Matt, Matt's just saying, shut up. Just, <laughs> I mean, the just thing get is, on with it. Because this is like, I mean, this is a game that's been made like an independent studio, pretty much, right? If yeah. this had come out at like not full price, like at more of a sort of an indie game inverted commas sort of like price, probably people wouldn't be so bothered. What do you think? Well, oh, I definitely. Mean, yeah, if it didn't have the marketing budget behind it that it did, I think people would be um, a lot more forgiving of it. It's not about the marketing budget, is it? Most of this stuff isn't remarketing. It's through hype over like years of E3s. I don't know. Yeah, the thing is, right, is before... Well, hold on. Marketing, even... E3 is marketing, no, mate. No, no, but, but, I, but when you say marketing budget, like when I hear that, I think you're saying, oh, these are like, on adverts on every tube station and so on and so forth. But really, it's just like hype has built up over presenting at E3. Which again, it, I mean, that's that's a marketing, and that, that, that that's down to marketing, and that's down to the budget they've been given, given to market. I mean, Sony pretty much bankrolled every every time we'd seen this game up until it was out, and I I'm I have no doubt that they called the shots on when and what they showed. Oh yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah, I'm definitely sure of that. It, and and I think if it wasn't just shown off constantly, you know, and things told told to us constantly that ended up not being in that game the disappointment wouldn't have been as big as it was i mean um, the adverts for this game not the adverts but you know like the build-up and everything for it really made it appear like it was like this massive like triple a release yeah 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 it was definitely pushed into that sort of um into that that's our, that idea definitely i just I, I i wonder how much of what i'm enjoying is the game itself and how much of it is the idea of the game? You know what I mean? Is uh, like how much what, what what I'm loving about this game is that down to what I'm doing in the game, or that the idea that anything could be out there. I mean, for me, I it's I don't think I'm enjoying the the actual playing of the game as much as I am enjoying the wonder of what what I could come across. I think that's the difference for me. Yeah, we could go deep here and say, well, it's a wonder of space in general. You know, that's not a No Man's Sky thing. Is it? Is it man's fascination with space and what's out there? Uh, is that what's pushing you on? Because it's part of me is part of me definitely has has that, those sort of vibes. You know, I'm thinking of what could be out there, and that that excites me. But but also, uh, you know, I, I will admit, I also be? just like the basic mining <laughs> and collecting of things, and you know, do you like that? And... Though, do you like the basic, like the whole? 
like there's things that I want to do in the game, but the game actively tries to like stop me from doing it. Like you can't play FIFA in this game, Dave. No, like there are times where I just want to go for a wander and just go like just walk for ages, but you can't do that without like stopping to top stuff up because of life support machines and all this sort of shit. You can walk for ages, just so you might have to like suddenly top things up. Exactly, exactly. So that that kind of it doesn't it it sort of slows me down from what I actually want to do. And then there's the whole um uh like if I want to go and collect materials, just let me go and collect materials. Don't make me suddenly have to stop and fight robots because I'm doing it too much in one area. Yeah, there's a lot of that stuff. Annoying. Yeah, there's I, a lot I of that stuff where I'm kind of thinking. At all. I want like, yeah, a relaxing time where I can just do what I want and not be like, oh God, the Sentinels are going to kick my ass now. But Like, I get it if you were running around killing out loads of animals. I'd get that, right? Like, there's got to be some sort of repercussions for that sort of stuff. But when I'm just chipping away at a rock and then all of a sudden a Sentinel just like, starts attacking me, I'm like, oh, what's, why are you trying to slow everything down for me? I just want to do what I want to do without having someone sort of constantly tapping me on the back and asking me to change what I was doing just to suit the situation. Um, because, you know, it's not like I'm acting on the fly to do something really exciting. It's I'm acting on the fly to shoot some robots or, oh no, I'm too far in the deep. I've got to fly away for a bit. Maybe I didn't want to fly away. I to stay there for a little bit. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. So I think that side of it really lets me down, you know, the, the, the obvious... Uh, downgrading a lot of the stuff that, that I thought was in there has, has let me down. But I, as I said, there is some weird draw to this game that I, that I can't explain. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about going to play on it now. You know what I mean? I, I want to get back to it just so I can just fly to another planet and see what's, what's going on. I think, yeah. it, I think it's helped when I first started playing the game, I was literally diving down into one planet parking, like landing once and then just gathering a few materials and then flying off to the next planet. I think it's helped now that I've stopped and started to just fly across the surface of a planet, find the nearest building, land next to that, and look around that area, you know, completely hunt out that area, and then I fly up again. I think you enjoy it a lot more when you, um, when you get your Atlas Pass. And it, I think that, that stuff does, like does sound good. Yeah, that stuff sounds... Yeah, I feel like I'm actually on, I'm actually starting the game properly now. Like now I've got his, I've I've made my choice and I'm on a, I'm on a different path. So it feels um, or I'm on a different path. So it feels like the game is properly opened up for me now. So yeah, what are you thinking, James? Because you had some interest in that game after the stuff you heard from Sean last week, the other stuff that you've read up, and what we've just said. What what are you thinking? I mean, I'm I'm still really interested in it, and I still really want to play it. It's just. I don't know. The more I read about it, the more it feels like it is like the whole thing is obviously like an illusion in the sense that, you know, it's procedurally generated, but everyone just keeps on going on about how it's the same. Like things, you know, you keep finding the same stuff a lot of the time. How true is that? Um, it uh, The planets have all felt very different to me. I'm happy with the planets themselves. The animals, they felt different enough. Because mainly because like sometimes you'll see a really fucked up animal and you'll just go oh that's weird and then it's worth it for that because it's quite funny. Um, the weird stuff is all the buildings and terminals and stuff on the planet. Like, I mean that is literally copy. Like obviously that's what it's doing. It's copying and pasting an asset. Um, but it does kind of feel like oh there's another one of these things here, you know. And that kind of just takes the edge off. 
it, it kind of makes it a little bit less interesting and uh, it kind of takes you away from that feeling of discovering like this unknown place. Uh, and yeah, it's a shame that some of the animals don't look like properly put together. They, they do all seem like they've been drawn. It's, it's like an animal where they've gone to a classroom with eight-year-olds and said, draw a part of an animal and we'll stick them all together. You know, and none of them feel like they, they've genuinely uh, evolved from something or that there's an actual reason that these different animals are living on the same planet and stuff. It's like I, I go to uh, I went to one planet and it was a complete desert. It was like a desert based planet. There was sand everywhere. There was cactuses. There was all, all, all this sort of stuff. And I was expecting to see lo- loads of lizard animals. But instead, it was just the usual sort of cat pig thing with six legs or whatever and you're like oh okay so there's, there's not actually any connection between any of this stuff yeah they basically um, got all the animal parts and then every planet is like a random collection of all the animal parts together to form it's like you know here's one of the thousand here's one of the 400 heads okay that head here's any one of the legs we've got here's like one of the upper torso lower torso does it have wings maybe does it have a t-rex head yes <laughs> Yeah, yeah you see some like in that stuff, in that video, uh, that, I don't mind that. that it's quite interesting. It's quite funny. In that video that I mentioned earlier, it's just funny because that you had uh, the T Rex head thing, but then it had hooves on its arms. But because it was only walking on one leg, they were just like sort of dangling there, and you could just—that's the sort of stuff you see constantly. And you're kind of like, actually, I'm more impressed when I see an animal that looks like legit. Uh, and I, I usually name those ones. Uh, because most of them that you come across they just look like a you know, complete mess of different limbs and stuff don't really, you know it's not got the right feeling to it it doesn't feel real enough, you know what I mean um, yeah so, I don't know man I don't know but can you see what, like, I mean when we first started talking about this I said I find this game very hard to recommend, can you see why I said that now who? Matt, Matt um, I mean, the, the, I mean, yes and no. I mean, I still think you can just say, look, do you like it going to, you know, flying off, exploring planets and collecting resources? That's basically what it is. Uh, but I, I guess I can, I mean, I don't I personally know, but I, I can see why you might be at a bit of a, a loss to, to recommend it to people. But I think there's, there's lots of people to get their head around. I think it's because I feel like I'm ignoring too much stuff. Yeah, it feels like there's lots of the game you still got to do and try. No, no. Out what I mean them. is, that I, I'm in, I'm ignoring a lot of the game's faults because I'm enjoying it, and I don't think that there's, you know, as, especially people outside, the people that play games re- regularly, you know, say like my brother and my brother-in-law that both mentioned it to me this week. Um, I I don't think that they'll be able to overlook those things. Uh, whereas I can and just happily continue doing what I'm doing and enjoying, you know what I mean. But if, but if those guys aren't familiar with all the all the promises and the free trailers and this and that, and they just take it for what it is, maybe they'll say, "Well, it's a bit basic and some of it's annoying." But yeah, I've had some fun zooming to a planet or two. Yeah, if, I don't know. These, these, guys, these people like... might be less hamstrung by or yeah, hamstrung is, is that the word? Yeah, um, they might be less sort of held back by all the oh, it wasn't as good as this, and they promised that, they, they might just take it on face value and actually have a good time with it. Yeah, well, d- maybe they'd be annoyed that they paid 45 quid, you know, and just feel like it's not that interesting or whatever. Well, that's it, and if you look at all the adverts that are all over TV at the moment, it's showing, 
you know, huge space battles and flying up from this one planet and, you know, doing this and doing that. And that's not what the game is. Like, I know that they can't really put an advert out of you just collecting things and going in your inventory constantly. But, you know, it's not what they're showing on TV is not the game. You know, it's not what I see as the game. It's not what what I expect anyone to be doing in this game. You know what I mean? I just can't. I I see it as something completely different. And I think that's where the, that, that sort of angle will come from. If I started recommending this game to people and they bought it, and they'd be like, hold on, what? What is this? What am I actually supposed to be doing here? So I, I don't think they'll enjoy it at all. And that's why I've been telling people, look, it's probably not for you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Fucking weird, man. It's a weird game. I've, I've, like, it's properly screwed my head a little bit because uh, I don't know if it's genuinely good because the game is good or it's genuinely good because I'm able to ignore 90% of what it does wrong and, and, and just focus on what I'm doing and, in, and you know, sort of enjoying the the idea behind it rather than what it actually is. Yeah, so there's so many faults, but even with all that, I'm still enjoying it. And the prospect of flying to new planets is like mad and random is enough to keep me going. But I wonder how long it will be until I get bored. But right now, loving it. Recommended. Matt, my recommended game. Go, go, for, <laughs> go for it and buy it. <laughs> Which is pretty much every game ever made, right? Yeah, not Uncharted 3. Oh, yeah. Apart from, apart from that, apart from that one. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to hear what you think of it, James. Hmm. I hope I'll get to play it. When it comes on Xbox One. (laughs) (laughs) Right, okay, James, what have you been playing this week? Well, I've been playing Metroid Prime Federation Force, which... Right, so this is the controversial game that everyone has said that should never have been made, and uh, everyone was very disappointed uh, when it was shown off. What was it, two years ago now? Uh, Was it a year? Was it last year? I think it was last year, yeah. People got very angry, though. It was, uh, yeah. There was a so lot. Of... What, what is it? Well, okay, it's actually a team-based sort of squad shooter, basically, which is not. I mean, it's funny because actually, before before this came out, like there was a lot of um, there was a lot of they were talking about saying it was like like Monster Hunter or whatever. But I really can't see any connection there, you know, between this at all. It really is. It's a squad-based shooter. Um, Can you not see any connection because you've never played a Monster Hunter game? Might that be? That's a... true, but I didn't think that Monster Hunter was a squad-based shooter. Maybe I'm wrong. It's you, have you played it? Matt? I can't remember. No, no, I've not played it. Uh, Sean nearly talked me into it once, and uh, thankfully I did not take him up on that offer. Um, but yeah, no, nah, not really my bag, is it? I mean, I say it's a squad-based shooter, but it's it's like each of the missions that you you do are, are they're kind of like some are sort of puzzly. Some are sort of straight up boss fights, but the whole point is is that you're really you're supposed to play this as a group. You're not really supposed to play it in single player, which is why everyone got really annoyed about it because the whole point of Metroid is not that you know it's supposed to be like these lonely, you know, sort of exploring and everything. And this yeah, isn't but this that isn't like a proper Metroid game. Then they made made no no um, qualms about it being something completely separate, right? Well, kind of, but I mean, giving it the name Metroid Prime, I think, also annoyed people because they just thought, you know, we want an actual, another Metroid Prime, like Metroid Prime 4. And, mm. um, you know, but, I mean, see, the thing is about this is actually it's pretty decent. I mean, I've, I've been playing it over, like, the last, like, week or so, and it really is, I'm really actually enjoying it a lot. And the funny thing is, is I mean, I've read a lot of, like, the criticism and a lot of the people, like, writing about it, 
and it really feels like the early reviews that came out are people that have played this like not with other people. They've tried to play it in single player and kind of missed the point, if you sort of mean. So have you have you had the opportunity to play it uh, multiplayer then? Yeah, I mean, I've been playing, I've played the majority of the game like through multiplayer because it's not out, it's not released yet in the UK, but it will be in about a week's time, I think, but it's already out in Japan and America. And um, yeah, there's a lot of people playing as well. I mean, every time I go on, it's really easy to get games. It's um, Yeah, it's very easy to do that. I mean, the game's split into two. There's basically, there's Blast Ball mode, which we talked about before, you know, the one that's like, I told you, it's a kind of a... Not really like Rocket Rocket League or anything like that, but you know it's kind of same sort of idea. Yeah, yeah. And then there's campaign mode, which covers like twenty two missions, and each of the missions have like sort of various different objectives. It's not like just you have to go in and like kill a bunch of stuff. There's different kinds of things to do. Like you have to like, I mean, you have to like work together to like solve puzzles, or you or you have to like you know take out a group of you know things or fight a boss or something like that. There's there's a reasonably good variety of stuff to do, which is kind of nice. Right. So I mean, what what I don't I, I still don't have a concept of what the game is. Well, what happens is you're basically like a little marine who gets into a mech, and then you join with like three other people, and then you get sent on a mission to like one of the different planets in the game. Uh, then you just have to like undertake a mission, which usually takes about ten minutes or so, because um, obviously because it's like you know mobile, so they try to do sort of pick up and play kind of thing, and. Each, I mean, there is actually a story that's like running through the entire thing, which I mean, it's not a great story, but it kind of links all the worlds together. And what they kind of do is at the start of the game, for maybe about the first four or five like missions, they do the usual thing of like showing what each concept is that they're going to sort of get you to you know to play. So some, like I said, some like there's like puzzles you have to solve, and then other ones are you know just more just sort of just straight up shooting. And uh, yeah, then you just go through that up to up to the end. Is it like, do you upgrade your stuff or? Yeah, I mean, that's the other thing with it is that what happens is you, before each time that you start, you have like mods that you can like collect. So that there is like a tiny element of exploration. So you can like, you know, when you're down on the planet, you can like look around, see if you can find like extra mods, which are usually like hidden behind like blastable walls and stuff like that. And then, I mean, the thing that's quite interesting is then when you get, when you complete the mission, like the group has collected like a whole bunch of, of like these mods. But then what happens is, um, you have to then, they have like a, the first the person who's got the highest score gets to choose first, you know, which mod they're going to take. And then they're all sort of shared, like, you know, as a group, which is kind of nice. And then uh, is there um, a competitive element to what you're doing? Only for, only just to try and see if you can get the mods first. But generally this is a co-op game. I mean, the whole point is to like, is to work together. And I mean, this is one of the things that I've liked about it because the, when I played um, Trifles Heroes, it was awful to be honest, because it was just people like griefing most of the time. Like you couldn't finish anything, you couldn't do anything, because it was just people just messing around. So you just got what were they doing? Well, you know, like they wouldn't go and stand on the thing to end the level, you know, and stuff like that. They just like run around or stuff like that. And it's just like, come on, I've got kids and I ain't got much time. I ain't got time for this. <laughs> stop fucking around. Yeah, stop messing around. It's kind of annoying. But in this, I've not really encountered that at all. People have like been really helpful and uh, yeah, been, like working together. I mean, the controls are probably the the biggest problem with it because um, it uses. You've got a choice when you set up. You can either uh, use sort of motion controls, um, which is kind of like you know you move around with the left stick, but then the right the um, you can use motion to sort of like uh, you know. Look zero up and in down. on stuff, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's not that great. Or you can, if you've got the new 3DS or the circle pad, you can use that as like a second stick. 
Oh, right. And that works a lot better. Like, if you, I mean, I've just used the second stick because I've got the new 3DS. But the problem is, is because the new 3DS that I've got is a kind of small one, it does start to hurt your hands after a while because this yeah, is. Yeah. It, I mean, the console is really clearly not designed for first-person shooters at all, so it feels like really a bit uncomfortable. But it, it's still, it's. I mean, after you played like maybe about four or five missions, you like really like your hands sort of adjust somehow. I don't know, but it starts to feel really comfortable, and it starts to kind of work. How but, does it deal with um, uh, like? Do you need to? Is there uh, conversation? Not conversation. Voice comms. Is that essential? Is there? any of that stuff do you need to be able to talk to each other well there is communication but it's in a typically like nintendo way which is that there's set phrases you can use and what what happens is on the bottom screen you can like select like from a list of like things you're allowed to say i mean most of it kind of works like it kind of works but i mean one of there is like a nice touch to this which is that like when you tap one of them it like says the like the thing, so it says something like you know thank you or you know okay you know let's go that kind of thing. But then when you start the game, you can choose like you choose like where you're from, and it adjusts your language to that. So I've been playing with a bunch of like Japanese guys, so you know they they speak Japanese, even though like the subtitle at the bottom will come up in English, but the voice sample will be like in Japanese, which is kind of nice. Right. Uh, yeah, which is kind of good. I mean, it's. Yeah, it's 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 interesting. I I really don't think it's as bad as as people were expecting it was going to be, and maybe the first three or four levels are a bit boring, but it really does improve after that. It it gets much much better. It's yeah, it's 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 a solid game. I mean, it really does feel like they're trying to sort of expand the Metroid universe a bit, you know, and it doesn't feel out of place at all. It's um yeah, I think it's it's good. I I would recommend it. I think it's a good game. It's are there are there any like major negatives to it? Um, visually it doesn't look that good. It's a yeah. bit of a mess and well not really a mess, it's just really basic. Um but you kind of expect that for what the hardware is. Um also the netcode isn't isn't perfect. I mean I've had like quite a few disconnects and it's really annoying because I'm actually on the final mission at the moment and I keep getting to the end and you've got like three other people playing with you and then suddenly like it goes, Yeah, this person's disconnected, now this person has, and then you're you're on your own. <laughs> which is which is really kind of annoying. But I don't know. I, I, this is another game where I just really wish that they'd made this for Wii U instead, because it would have the better controls, you know, with the the um, the pad, and also it could have looked nicer. But as it stands, I, I like it a lot. Actually, I think it's a good yeah, game. Yeah, the 3DS really does seem a bit dated at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah, but yes, yeah, it's, it's a good game. It's um, it's really not deserving of like the like the hatred that it's got, and from some people seems to continue to get. I mean. It it just really feels to me like the people that like are really slating it haven't really played it that long. Like you have to put in at least sort of like four or five hours before it starts to like really click. Huh. So, I mean, I'm probably never going to play this. No. It's uh, but yeah, it'd be interesting to see if it manages to hold some sort of audience after a while. Because I mean, it'd be pretty shit if the, they bought this game out and then the audience had already died off. Like. Way, way, uh, way back when. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I really don't understand why they've like waited. Not with their they're sort of staggering the releases like this as well. Because you'd think with like an online game, it'd be good to get as many people as possible like playing together. You know, you know to create the buzz and everything. But... Yeah, otherwise you just have like empty rooms and shit. Yeah, but um, yeah. I mean, every time I've tried to create a game myself, you know, I only have to wait a couple of minutes and a bunch of people join. So that's not bad. It's early days, though, isn't it? Uh, if that once that drops off, like having a solely cooperative experience is just not gonna, it's just gonna fall apart, isn't it? 
but, you know, I don't think there's much. I mean, there's not much left coming out now. I don't think for you know, like Nintendo wise. And That's true. So maybe that will stick around for longer than you know, someone. But you know, people still want to play something new on their DSs. Um, it's mad, really, because the, the fucking new 3DS is not old at all. No, it's when did it come out? It was about was it about two years ago or a year ago? No, it's not longer than that. If it was about a year ago, wasn't it? I don't know. I know. I think it's at least two years ago. I'm pretty certain. Mm. Weird. Um, yeah. So the, the the only other game I've been playing this week is uh, there was the open um, tech. What have they been calling it? Tech, the, the pre- tech test for Titanfall Two. That's right. Which is a game that I was incre- like incredibly excited for, and uh, guess still what excited for. It's just um, I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about it. Uh, it there's a lot of that game that doesn't feel like Titanfall. Um, and I know that this is way too early to tell what it's actually going to be like. Um, but there's a lot that... Basically, I'm hoping that this is a genuine tech test rather than something that represents the final game. Uh, I mean, it's out in weird... October, isn't it? Apparently. Yeah, which is, you know, not that far away. Not but at all, no. One of the major complaints I had about it was that you don't actually get a Titan that often. In Titanfall 1, you could pull down a Titan four or five times around. Do you know what I mean? It's like it was just a constant thing. This, it's really scaled back. Like you, you can get maybe one around, maybe two if you, you, you're on a bit of a roll. Um, like it's not as constant. And the only thing that cheered me up a little bit was that on Saturday they released a patch for it and they tweaked a couple of things, uh, including letting you call in Titans more often. Uh, so uh, maybe, may, yeah, maybe because they're testing the net code out, one of the it. things to, yeah, they're limiting it. And I'm hoping that that's the case. Uh, there's also some really weird changes. There's, there's stuff that, you know, the, the sound, I, I don't think the sound's fully implemented in this yet because uh, it sounds really dead and lifeless compared to Titanfall. Like the original game just sounded so alive and there was so much going on and you could hear all sorts of shit going on. On this, it's really quiet. There's like once, if you get in your Titan, it's, you can only really hear people when they're very close to you. Uh, so a lot of the game, you're walking around, it, it, you might as well just be in an empty space. Uh, and then all of a sudden, you'll just hear something, something creep up on you or whatever. And it, it just feels really strange. Um, and uh, there's some weird changes that I don't understand whatsoever. It was always really cool to get into your Titan because you'd go into first-person mode and you'd see, like, that hand sort of grab hold of you and shove you in your Titan. In this, it switches to third-person, and that doesn't seem like a tech test thing. That seems like a this is how you'll be getting to your Titan. And it's not like a deal-breaker. It's not like a major problem, but it, it does kind of make you... I don't know. It, it doesn't have that feeling that, that Titanfall had. Um, players seem to have less health this time. Makes it brings it more in line with Call of Duty, which is a bit b- bit of a shame. The uh, parkour stuff has been majorly toned down. Uh, the levels that that are in this uh, game are not as well crafted as they were in the original Titanfall. In the original Titanfall, I've said it many times. No matter where you are, you can always see an exit. If you're in a building, no matter where, which way you're looking, unless you're in a corner facing the corner of the room you will always see an exit and a place to run to, you know. So that just let the flow of free running just feel fantastic. In this, that's totally missing. Like, you you can walk into rooms and talk camp. 
there's there's been a thing about camping in this game that that, that seems very strange. Um, yeah, the the problem with being killed really easily by a, a Titan or another player is that you have that feeling of you sort of miss that feeling of running away from something. The amount of times in the original Titanfall where so it would happen and you'd be like, shit, I've got to get out of here. And then you work out a clever path to sort of just get out of the way of whatever's firing at you. That's kind of lost in this because nine times out of 10, you'll see a Titan and go, okay, I'm dead now. You know, there's no, um, there's no opportunity to escape from that situation. Yeah. In the games uh, I played on Friday, um, I had that loads where well, I had a, I had a few games at the beginning, which were really good. And then we had a game, which was the last game of the night, actually it pissed everyone off. Um, basically it's just two guys in Titans and they were in there for like the whole round. We couldn't, we couldn't destroy them. We were getting ripped to shreds within like seconds. I'm not sure something changed or we got crap or, or, or what, but yeah, it was, it wasn't really fun at all, but I did have some really great games before that in all honesty. Yeah, I just think it's it's missing that spark. It's just at weird the balancing moment. issues at the moment, um, which I need to have. See, but... what what which what console have you played this on? Uh, just Xbox One, actually. I did download it for it, it, it's um, the the test goes on for two weekends, so it'll be back up next weekend. Okay, um, I'm gonna give it a try. Uh, it... But yeah, I downloaded it for both consoles, but I never got around to playing it on PS4. See, I haven't read much about this. I just I only just saw one thread where somebody just was saying, you know, this is like ruined what was great about Titanfall as in it's like not it's not the same game anymore well which is a, a strange thing to say because this isn't the game yet you know mm. we don't know what it's going to be like when it finally comes out it's just there's a lot of stuff there that you kind of think like well what is this I don't I don't understand why this decision has been made does it does it feel any more like a sort of I don't want to say this, but like a like a COD game. Like, does it feel more? Oh, like totally. That? Yeah, it totally feels more COD than than Titanfall ever did. That's what they were complaining about because they were like saying like this. You know, if like Titanfall was interesting because it went in a like a different direction, and this feels like they've just been that and just gone back to what they know, kind of thing. Yeah, and I'd I'd agree with that. I just hope that that's down to them testing stuff out rather, or or it coming from a very early build rather than it actually being. Uh, like that when the game finally the fi- game's finally released um the major the major thing that bugged me out was the lack of health on players i i mean it it never the original titanfall never um had a massive amount of health you could die pretty quickly in that game um but that fraction of a second that you had to escape from a situation seems to have been gone like seems to have gone completely and um you know the, the abilities that you had as a pilot They've totally been nerfed and replaced. Like, you can't have... There's no... um, Like, in the original one, you could either have uh, something that made you completely invisible or something that made you see through walls. In this, they've kind of replaced them with... There's one... I haven't unlocked it yet, but I think you can make yourself invisible. But the see-through walls one is totally different. Instead of giving you a special like a certain amount of time to be able to see through walls, you just chuck this sort of grenade and it picks up like where people are. Like it does in Overwatch when you can reveal people and you know, to the rest of the team. I don't know if the rest of the team can see them, but I can see them and it, it's not hundred percent. It doesn't work a hundred percent. Like they flash on and off. There's no real chance of gathering an idea of where other pilots are. And you know, that was a big part of my game in Titanfall. And it just feels like that's been taken away. And I'm kind of like, why? This Surely you should be improving on stuff that made Titanfall so good. Like, not 
not replacing it with stuff that feels worse. Um, so yeah, a, a lot, you know, there is a lot of stuff in there that I think, well, this isn't going to change. This isn't part of a tech test. This is the direction they want to take it. And uh, I'm not completely happy about that. You know, it just feels totally different at the moment. Uh, yeah, I, I didn't you play really as much Titanfall as you guys did, so I no. don't really comment. But um, I, 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 graphically, it looks tons better. It looks really, really good. I think it does look good. Yeah, yeah it looks great. Um, I'm really interested to see how different it does feel and play next weekend for the second weekend of of out of of this test and see what balance changes they made, maybe what different maps they might uh, allow. I, I I really love that mode. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it's the one where uh, at the beginning of the round there are loads of sort of computer-controlled characters. You can kill them and you get money for them. And then once all once all the computer computer-controlled characters are dead, uh, and everyone's amassed their money uh, after getting a value from each player they've killed, um, then the banks open, and it's a case of bombing to the bank. Um, and if you then get shot by a real player, they can take money off you, and it's the person who banks basically banks the most amount of money. I thought that I thought that game type was really really fun. Yeah, it's it. cracking. That's really good. Yeah, I, lo- I love that game game mode. Um, it's genius, really, because then you get to a point where you're chatting to your teammates, and one of your teammates will say, "Hold on, I've got." you know $700 here and you're going right okay I'm going to focus on protecting you and making sure that someone doesn't kill you and take all that money off us uh, and stuff like that it's, yeah, yeah it's really clever yeah. and you know a, a stroke of genius is the fact that yeah there's banks at each side of the map and usually in those games that means okay this is this team's bank and this is this team's bank in this one you can just cash wherever there's a bank uh, which means that you've got people from both sides of the team running to the same place and obviously you can ambush them just before they make it to the bank nick there and then and then cash in you know stuff like that that just adds to the uh, the tactical side of titanfall uh which yeah i'm really excited about but um but yeah weird one and i'm totally with you because i think uh it will speak volumes next week if there's a lot of changes made because it would mean that yeah no actually they are testing they are using this as a proper test rather than uh representative of what the game's going to be like when it finally comes out but uh yeah i'm still going to be interested because it's titanfall but i'm just got a few concerns in my head now yeah i mean like i said i didn't play titanfall as much as you guys did um but if this is less good that's helpful in a way with the whole sort of cod batters and titanfall you know, a triangle of fun. I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get COD. I'm just not. So it was always going to be out of batters and, uh, and, and tights. And I guess there's the option of getting both, of course, but I'm not, I haven't really got time to dedicate to two, let alone, well, I haven't got, I've barely got time to dedicate myself to one, let alone two. But, um, if this was less good and, and batters is as good as the alpha, uh, I played and that beat actually starts the last week of August. So we're only like a week or so away from that. If that's brilliant, that will make the decision a lot easier. Yeah. Well, it'll help out. Uh, yeah, I'm really interested to see. I mean, I'll probably end up getting both, but there's only one of them that I'm going to stick to. Uh, and I was adamant that that would be uh, Titanfall, but I don't know, man. I don't know. It's going to be an interesting uh, lead up to that game's launch because I think they're going to need to convince me that actually the game is totally different once once you get, get it in your hands. Um, so, yeah bizarre yeah i haven't seen much of a positive feedback on that bit on that beat or on this tech test at all i've seen just pretty much 
everyone saying it's 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 not doesn't have the the feel of the old Titanfall games or the old Titanfall game. Yeah, yeah, and they've they've. Well, I mean, hopefully they pick up on that. It's weird. Uh, just hope it has burns cards. It's it's weird. I, I can't believe that that's not in the game at this point. Uh, yeah, I've read on Maze Your Game somewhere that the burn cards have been taken out, but who knows? Yeah, that was all on Reddit. I don't oh, I don't right. know how legit that is. Um, as we were saying, like we were chatting to Chet because we were playing with him, and he was like, "Well, you know, this all these comments seem like it's all based on this tech test rather than any sort of inside knowledge." So uh, yeah, let's how, see. How, how far away is it from release? We said October, right? So not that far at all. Yeah, but we don't know what at what stage during the development process that this. That's true. Yeah, this has could been be several months like earlier, couldn't it be than it is? Well, they're calling it a pre-alpha, so that would indicate that it's a very early part of the game. But there's well, no way it can be pre-alpha. It's out in October. Well, no, no, it could be the the build that they've put. Oh, out yeah, could I guess be this build could be alpha. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we just don't know. Um, you know, people have been using the word beta and alpha for things that aren't beta and alpha recently. You know, things that are even demos. You know, so. Uh, yeah, it's just how much you trust them. And I do trust Respawn, man, because they made fucking Titanfall one of the best shooters in recent years. Like, I can't believe that they've taken this wild a step uh, on a game that was so well-received. Bizarre. We'll see. We will see. Anyway, uh, that's what we've been playing this week. Shall we uh, head over to the questions? Absolutely. Yeah, Okay, so we've got some emails. Um, okay, Good. so first of all, um, are any of you interested in going in... Oh, okay. Are any of you interested in or going to buy Gears of War 4? If not, do you think Microsoft's purchase of the franchise was a mistake? Do I think it was a mistake? No, they've probably already made that money back, right? When yeah. did they purchase the franchise? Before 2? No, 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 no. They bought it quite... Not quite recently, but, yeah, reasonably recently. It's, um, yeah, it was after... After the last, after, like, after three came out, or was it after Judgment? I think so. Yeah, but then maybe, maybe that is a problem. I don't know. I'm not that pumped for it. I don't really care. If it comes out and people say it's amazing, then yeah, I mean, I'm well up for some decent Gears of War again. But um, I remember the trailer, like watching the trailer from E3. It just looks. It really, really looked like more of the same, which well, is a bit depressing. Yeah, the, when they originally showed it, what was it? Two years ago. I'd agree with you, but then they showed a trailer that looked pretty damn good. Uh, I remember looking amazing, year. actually, that this year free, but more the same, but in a good way, I think. Yeah, man, do you remember how, how like that game plays really well? It was good in horde mode. We used to play that a lot. Yeah, we did. We put way too much time into that, especially on two. Yeah, My God. two. Good uh, game. Yeah, uh, is there anyone? I mean, uh, James. I don't know. I mean, it's not really on my radar, but. Um, yeah, if the reviews are good, I'll definitely pick it up. I don't think it's a mistake to buy it because it's clearly a huge franchise and it's got loads of fans. So uh, we'll see. I, I, I never, I definitely never actually played like a Gears of War single player game. I'm um, oh, sorry, the, the campaign. So played tons of um, Horde of You Two playing like playing uh, two and three. But um, yeah, I, 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 I'm interested, but I, uh, who knows? I'll definitely wait for reviews and see what campaign, the vibe is. Campaign co-op was good. That yeah, was it's fantastic. Really well. It was really good. Yeah, it was. I mean, shit. I remember playing through two um, exclusively in co-op, and it was just so much fun to play. Mm. Yeah, if they managed to nail that, then 
I would be more than happy to just sit and play, like find a mate and just play through the campaign with them. Yeah, I'm playing a co-op campaign in forever. It'd be great to do it, actually. For real. You could do yeah. that with, um, I think you can do, can you do that with Ultimate? You know, they did like Gears of War Ultimate. It's like yeah, a remake of the first to, one. Right? Yeah. It's yeah, yeah, really yeah. cheap as well. You can get it like dirt cheap these days. Yeah, I don't know what that worm thing's all about. That was in number that two. That was the second one, yeah. Is that not in Ultimate? No. Ultimate was number one. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, the Forget worm thing. it then. I love that. But uh, some people hate it. See, there's a series jumping the shark. Oh, well. Uh, yeah. Next question. Okay, what do you think about the now common trend of studios withholding key parts of their games for pre-order, stroke, special editions, etc.? I think it's a way that these clever people have um, managed to raise the price of games without actually doing it. Do you know what I mean? Cut yeah. something out, ask for extra money for it, that way they can maintain the whole £50 a game mark uh, without suddenly having to try and demand people spend a lot more money on their games. What What do you think about this Destiny thing? Because you've heard about it, yeah? Um, no, what was it? I see you talking about it in the group, but I didn't really read the, the link. Because what? what it is, is it's like Sony have now got an exclusive, it's like for two years, like over the content. So if you've bought like a, um, like a season pass for like Xbox One, then you're not getting the same content as the person who's bought it on PlayStation. But it's for even longer now because originally people thought it was for a year, but now it's two years. That's so like, that's just. I mean, that's been about in other games for, for absolutely ages, right? Like, yeah, I mean, Call it, of Duty has always had these sort of exclusivity deals over DLC. But this, this, I don't know. This, this seems a bit different because it's like whole parts of the game that you're never going to see, even though you paid the same as somebody on another platform. It just feels a bit. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it was a year before, and um, but so I, I think most people just didn't. I, I don't think they were like, oh, I'll wait 365 days. Oh, it's two years. I'll oh, forget it. I, I just feel like at that point, you've already accepted that there's lots of PS4 exclusive content. I mean, I think from what I remember, it was like a couple of strikes, what only one was good. Um, there was no exclusive weapons either. I could be wrong, but I don't think there were. There was like no, a multiplayer map. I think there was weapons. There was definitely one, at least one strike. What yeah, strikes definitely, um, and like um, maybe even also campaign level. Um, but but there, I, 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 there was nothing absolutely massive, and you still get you know still tons of you to do even if you're not on on PS4. But yeah, I mean it felt like it was always going that way. They had a year anyway. I mean two years, it just cements the fact that if you want to play Destiny and see all the stuff, you need to play it on PlayStation. I know, but if you've already bought that season pass, thinking okay, I'm going to get this eventually. And then you're like suddenly like, actually, no, I'm not. Yeah, a bit but, I mean, they are still going to get it eventually, but... Yeah, in two years. I mean, Just after Destiny 2's come out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. But like, they can't expect it. They weren't told they were getting it, so... But I know, but they probably, people probably thought originally they were because they just thought we we're going to get it after a year and now it's like another, another year. You know, it's, I don't know, it just seems a bit weird to me. No, they, I they, see that just doesn't change anything for me. They they knew that this was exclusive to PS4, most of the you know the stuff that they announced, and that's still the case. I mean, I, if if you thought if you bought it on a gamble that they might bring it to Xbox One, like before the the year was out, then I mean your gamble didn't pay off. Simple as that. They're not lying to you. 
So yeah, I I don't have a problem with that. I don't have a problem with that. I don't really have a problem with with holding DLC either, um, it, unless it's like a huge fun, fundamental part of the game. Yeah, I used it to be bothered, really bother but now I'm not because it's just like that. That's just what happens now in games marketing. You know, it, it's calmed down though. I think it used to be like really bad about a year or two ago. When it's like pre-order here to get this, pre-order there to get that. I think that still happens, but I, I don't think it's as bad as it was. Yeah, Ubisoft are really bad for that. Like having about forty different versions of the game. Uh, yeah, it's. It, it, I mean, Watch Dogs had that as well, didn't it? It was like there was literally about twenty versions of the, of that. You could buy all all sorts of special editions and pre order bonuses and yeah, stuff. Yeah, if you want to get the iconic hat, yeah, pre order as to now. Yeah, uh, yeah, not really, not really that fast. Okay, and last email is Nintendo had Super and Sega had Mega. What adjective would you add to the start of Xbox and PlayStation to name the new systems? Did Sega use Mega? Yeah, the Mega Drive. Mega Drive. Well, yeah, it doesn't really work. Yeah, but no, like, I mean, in terms of games. Well, no, no, this is consoles. Oh, just consoles, right. Yeah, okay. like Super Nintendo, Mega Drive, and etc. These um, are all from Stu, by the way. Yeah, but... Nice. That's what I'll go with. The nice PlayStation, yeah. Yeah, the nice PlayStation. The nice, the nice sixty-four. <laughs> That's brilliant, <laughs> Matt. Um, warm. <laughs> That's I. I don't know. That just feels filthy. I don't understand what. Hmm. But James, I got nothing. Brilliant. <laughs> next question. Glad okay. to have you on podcast of the year. We got okay. So tweets. First one's from Phil Wall. He says, um, "Has the PS4 Slim sorter announcement made James more or less likely to grab a PS4 in the coming weeks?" James, I bought a PS4. Way his <laughs> little announcement that we he wanted it, to guys. save to the end, which completely destroyed a lot of chat on the, along the way. Yeah, we... we still got that. We got stuff to come with that because I haven't got it yet. I mean, I, by the time this comes out, I will have. But yeah, because I'm still in Switzerland, and yeah, the. It's so come on, what, what did you what did you order? You bought a PlayStation, um, thank God. Did you buy I, it brand new? Is it brand new? It's brand new, yeah. Right, it's, okay. Originally, I was going to go with one of those refurbished ones off Amazon, but then I was reading the reviews and it was like, yeah, it didn't look so good. There's loads of people kept on saying, it's it's kind of a lottery. Like Sometimes you get a good one, other times you, you get ones that are like messed up. So in the end, I went with a new one. And I got it with a lot of discounts and I was really happy with, with everything because it's it comes with like three games and yeah it's good um, only, only 500 gig only 500 gig what games you'll be getting? fine with that I'm getting uh, No Man's Sky um, <laughs> Lego Lego Star Wars you know the the Force Awakens one but you a also get the DVD bundling game yeah you get you get like the film as well which is I'm obviously really excited about that and uh, only on DVD no, I'm sorry, on Blu-ray. It's a Blu-ray. Yeah, I was about right, to say, yeah. Jesus. You get VHS of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ratchet and Clank. And uh, yeah, that's it, I think. That's yeah. a great game. You should definitely play that before offloading it. Yeah. The Ratchet and Clank game is fantastic. And yeah, Lego Star Wars are probably going to offload. It looks offload, incredible. But... Okay. It, it looks absolutely stunning, that game. But I'm, uh, I'm proper excited, to be honest. Like, really excited. Because I haven't, as I said, I haven't owned one of these since, like, 2004. So there's a lot of stuff I want to catch up on, to be honest. And I, I had it's funny because I had a PSN account when it first started. Like I registered one, never used it, and so I've just like resurrected that again. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. 
So what what what's on your hit list to play? Um, uh, obviously, No Man's Sky is my first thing I want to play. Um, but I know there's a lot of like small things I want to play, like Flower and things like that, which I've never played. It's uh, yeah. You could probably pick that up well cheap now as well, aren't you? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's there's yeah there's a lot of stuff like that. How much also, of I mean, I was... have you played? I've played what? none of those, what? so you know. No, okay. What what have you not played any of? Uncharted. Played none of those. Oh, so there we go. That's that's James going to be rushing through those games. Another See, series of catching up. <laughs> also, I want to try PlayStation now because I want to play like Shadow of the Colossus because I've never played that either. I so. do, I really really wouldn't do that. Why? Because I'm pretty sure that they're going to just release them again on PS4 anyway. And PlayStation now, man, I've got no time for. Mm. It was uh, it was just really disappointing when I used it. Didn't feel right, you know what I mean? Every time it did glitch out, which was rare, but every time it did glitch out, it just kind of made you not want to use it again. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't bother with it. Just wait until the, the they bring out the PS4 version of Shadow Colossus. Because you've you really got to play that game, that's incredible. Oh yeah, what what the Last Guardian on the way? Absolutely. Yeah, I'd also like to play. I said let's play like um, Eco again because I really like that. It was good. It was the last. That was one of the last games I played. You'll you'll be surprised by how badly that game has aged. Oh, okay. Yeah, the save system and stuff is like holy shit, man. Yeah, this is really annoying for no reason. But that's because that's what the games were like back then. Like we just put up with that shit. These I've days, also, it's kind of like, what? I've got to sit down every five minutes. Fuck off. I've also never played a God of War game either. So, I'm Nor have I. Game. And I've owned a PS3 and a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I played one of them for a while, uh, for a bit, but I just, I don't know. Just didn't really get into them. Um, yeah. And probably, probably Carmageddon as well. You know, you're, you're picking some really weird games. And Rocket League. Yeah, maybe Rocket League. Yeah, pick up Rocket League on that bad boy. We'll get some uh, get some streaming going. Get some Destiny. Yeah, wow. Exclusive content, baby. Yeah, (laughs) that's where the party's at. Um, Yeah, and of course, like Bloodborne, you got to play. Can't believe you've. Yeah, you've got to play Bloodborne. I I can lend you that computer game. Uh, I'll try to think of other exclusives. Knack. Love a bit of Knack. For I'm sure. hoping that's going to be on PSN now. You know, seeing as they put the price up, I'm hoping it's that's that's the cover, the cost of Mac. Well, especially to celebrate the sequel. That Killzone game, you could I, play I that. I didn't mind that. I liked it. Yeah, <laughs> See, I saw that, and that was that's like dirt cheap as well. You can get it for like under five quid now. It'll so probably was... feel awful now, yeah. but at the time, I, I thought it got bad bad rap that game for no reason. Yeah, weird. Uh, okay, cool. Congratulations. Yeah. There yeah, you go. I'm, I'm well chuffed here. Finally, next gen. There's nothing <laughs> like getting a new console, though, is there? That feeling of like getting out of the box and plugging it all in and watching it all boot up. Love it. It's true. I, I mean, since, since I like, ordered it, I've just been spending a lot of time just looking on, like, you know, looking at like best or unboxing lists. videos and stuff. And yeah, I've yeah, been looking at that sort of stuff. It's bad. Just... I do that as well. Like, I laugh at unboxing videos and stuff, but if I order something big like that, I watch unboxing videos about. 50 times. Oh, no, I, don't, I can't do that. Why? I've got to save it. No, really? Yeah, I, I, I research everything. I watch a billion videos of everything, but I don't really do unboxing videos because I want to I wanna save that myself. I must admit, I, I, the best console to unbox was the Wii when that came out. 
because it was like it felt well special because you you open up the box and it had all those numbered compartments and stuff yeah. oh yeah yeah and i was like oh my god yes i'm gonna open one first and then i'm gonna move on to two like it's just ridiculous but yeah fuck that, that was a good day that was a good day bowled my fucking ass off uh, james <laughs> are you gonna get psvr now you got a ps4 no because i've got any money left now <laughs> it's definitely not gonna happen out but of cash if i had the cash i would but then also i'm kind of interested in getting a vita as well um you know because of the remote wow. play stuff he's got full sony now he's gonna get a disman xbox rubbish i'm just gonna start that all the time you know, so yeah mm. we'll see We'll see how you change, how your tune changes. I ain't going to change. Nothing's going to change. We'll see. Uh, next question. Okay, so Jesse Fuchs says, um, is the Atari 400 the ultimate games machine? No. Next question. Okay. Indiana747 says, uh, are any of you fine chaps going to bother trying out the Battlefield 1 beta? Love the show. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait to try it out. Yeah, well, I'm so bang I... up for it. Yeah, it looks incredible. Alpha, I loved it. Excited for the beta. When yeah, what it? you were saying about the alpha, I was like, yeah, no, this is just getting me more excited. I can't wait to play a good bit of batters again. It's been a while. Been too long. Too it long, was, Matthew. Um, out on the 31st of August, I think if you, I think you asked that question, James, yeah, 31st of August, the Battlefield Open Beta begins. You don't have to sign up or anything. You just, it'll just be a download, will it? Uh, I don't know. I, mean, I, I joined up like uh, Battlefield Insider ages ago on EA's website, and I've already had an email asking me to select my platform. Um, but oh, that's weird. I don't know. I, I I think it's open, so I'm sure it'll be fine. Yeah, cool. Well, either way, I think we're all going to be playing it, right? You're yeah, going to play, I'm James? Super excited! Yeah, about sure. He can't he can't wait to get you uh, to get ready for the uh, historical inconsistencies. Oh, yeah, that's going to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure James only play it on PS4 now, though. So <laughs> yeah, that's it. You, you get to it. see you get to see it in proper resolution. Now. Yeah, 1080p's. Yeah, thank you, David. What are you going to get FIFA on? Um, if I get FIFA, it'll be Xbox One. Okay, so I'll be getting on PS4 then, <laughs> <laughs> lad. Next question. Okay, Adam Black says, uh, "What are your guys' thoughts on Rainbow Six Siege recently?" Uh, I went back to it and fucking had a great night on it. The some of the new characters are a bit lame. They're really running out of ideas now. This this one's can talk to the enemy and reveal where they are. I'll leave off. Um, but yeah, no, since they've been banning, like perma-banning uh, team killers and stuff like that, I've found a less, a lot less grief in that game, which is great because when that game works, it's so fucking good. I don't know if I've mentioned that, but yeah, really good. That's that's my answer. Um, I have not been thinking about it at all. Have a word, Matt. No, that's have a word. Get back on the get on the big reins. It's fantastic. Next question. Okay, so Sinui says, um, "Are you looking forward to the Nintendo themed Olympics in four years?" Oh man, did you watch that? It was brilliant. Yeah. It, it was, was really cool. brilliant. Loved it. I ain't. I'm not gonna like shy away from saying I had proper like goosebumps and I turned into a little child when that happened. Right. So if you didn't see it, it was the end of the Olympics, a closing ceremony. And uh, they had to hand over to Japan, right? And the the way they did it was just so perfect. So it showed 
the Prime Minister walking across a road in Japan and he suddenly turns into Super Mario, which was totally unexpected. Well, it, 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 Mario, not Super Mario. What do you mean? Well, isn't it just Mar- his name's Mario, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, but he's Super Mario when he's got his hat on, isn't he? No. No, no I'm pretty sure he is. That's just his hat, mate. He's Super Mario when he's big. Was yeah. he big? Yeah, when he's got his hat on. No, he can have his hat on when he's small. No, he doesn't have his hat on when he's small. Yeah, that's true. Well, I've well, seen not... his hat on in various promotional material. Yeah, I'm just yeah, messing with you, but it's... Yeah, I'm, I'm with David on this, I think, yeah. He's got his hat on, he's, he's Super Mario. In the earlier games, he was he was not Super... Like, you could have little Mario and he still had his hat on. I just think his name, his name is Mario, his name is not Super Mario. You're talking about the, the state of mind, his name is Mario, so anything else is wrong. No, his name is Mario, but he's Super Mario when he's got his... It's like, do you call Superman man when he's got his cape on? No, his name's Man. Just, Hang on, his, his name is actually Mario Mario. Did you know that? <laughs> I said, okay, well, first of all, before you answer, yes, we've already descended to madness, um, <laughs> which is typical in this this part of the show. But wait, what's that question you'd ask me again? Right, I'll ask you again. Do you call Superman man? No, I call Superman or Superman. <laughs> yeah, but so it's Mario or Super Mario? No, because no, his name is Mario. No, his name is. His name's Mario, right? When he's Mario the plumber. Mario doesn't also work on the local paper and wear glasses. But he becomes Super Mario, doesn't he? When he puts his hat on and becomes big. I just feel like I've seen him with his hat on. It hasn't been massive. New, <laughs> new, <laughs> like Mario is a plumber, right? I get And that. he goes around and he plums stuff, doesn't he? Plums, but then yeah, when he, he plums stuff. I think, I think that's what the technical But when term, he eats a mushroom, he, he gets a hat and he becomes Super Mario. That's the... That's it, Matt. That... Yeah, but do you know you know what his real name is? Like his real name is Mario Mario. Yes, we know that. That's yeah. just well, no, the worst bit. Mario of... Mario, actually, James. <laughs> He's got his hat on. It's... He's but... done some plumbing. I can't believe I'm getting lectured about what Mario and Super Mario is from a guy that played his first Mario game at my place in January. Look, you know what I mean? I, I can't. That's not true. I played the Game Boy original years ago. I guess what I'm trying to say is when I see <laughs> him, I think, oh, it's game. Mario. I don't think, oh, it's Super Mario. Because he's got his hat on. I'd think that's Mario. Really? Yes, you just think, oh, Mario look, there's Luigi. Mario. I Like, I would always say Super Mario over Mario, especially if he's got his hat on. See, the thing is, is I kind of, I agree that he's Super Mario with the hat on, but I also agree with Matt, and I would just call him Mario. Even yeah. though he is Super Mario, but I... For, anyway, yeah, for he turns into Super Mario because he's got his hat on. And uh, he lays down a... The, the, well, everything about it was wonderful. When he opens up that magazine and it says Rio across it, and then he opens it up and it says Mario, like, okay, I know where that, Matt's mind's going now, but yep. like... Okay. That, Mario, <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then, and then they make a pipe that leads down to Rio from Tokyo and he jumps down it. And then all of a sudden, in real life, the... Was it the president? It was the prime minister. The prime minister yes. of Japan pops out of the pipe in the middle of the stadium, dressed as Super Mario, and then strips the clothes off. And it's like, this is, I don't know. And you know what really made me go funny inside was when the fireworks went off to the sound of, you know, when Mario reaches the end of a level and that, and the fireworks around the stadium were going off. And I was kind of like, holy shit, that is. You know, that's gaming culture that I grew up with and fell in love with, just like on a mass scale like that. Like when we were growing up, if someone mentioned, like, 
But when we were growing up, if you were watching a soap or something and there was a kid playing on a Game Boy in the corner, you'd be like, holy shit, video games on telly. Can you fucking believe it? And now take that and, you know, on the biggest stage in the world where there was millions and millions and millions of people watching this thing. And there he is. There's our sort of ambassador for for our hobby just popping up in the middle of the this huge event like that it's fucking crazy i loved it i properly loved it matt yeah that is good it is good yeah i liked it mario mario super I think mario everyone, can everyone listen to this get in contact with us just like email us or tweet us is it do you call him mario or super mario i need to know come on man no one cares it doesn't matter yeah it doesn't matter what you call them it's what he is He's Super Mario when he's got the hat on. He's Mario when he ain't got the hat on. And he's just a like, plumber. I've been looking at covers here, like Mario and Luigi. Um, he's got his hat on. Why isn't it Super Luigi? That's a really good question. Motherfucker. They properly screwed that guy, wasn't it? Like, that's well harsh. See, that's a better question to find out. Yeah, yeah why, why isn't is... it Super Luigi? Yeah. Why is it Super Mario and Luigi? Poor sod. Next question. Okay. Gary Duton says, you have to procedurally generate one part of your body and accept the first attempt forever. Which part of the body do you choose? <laughs> that, is such a, that, that is probably the best question ever. It's a brilliant so question. I was with this one. Say the question again. Okay. You have to procedurally generate one part of your body and accept the first attempt forever. Which body part do you choose? Fuck. Um... I know what I go for. I go for my belly. It can't be whatever it comes up. It can't be worse than what I got now. No, but it could, it be, could though, be like sixty stone. It could totally be that. It could be way worse. <laughs> yeah, if what, I, if the, anything, what the odds James, gonna... it can be way worse and it can be slightly better. Well, what would you go for? Penis. No, you're fucking insane, <laughs> Matt. You are insane. Yeah. Do you? What, is yours <laughs> yeah, that I, bad? I'll do that. That'd be ridiculous. What if it's just like a cucumber? It just comes up. Like a cucumber. <laughs> um, um, well, it's like two cucumbers now. Um, elbow. Think. That's that such count? a good question. I'm going to have to come back. Elbow. Do you know, elbow. I, think, I think I might go for eyes. Because I think that'd be quite funny. Because if it's like really mad, then you've got like mad eyes. You've oh, got yeah. about a 95% chance of being blind if you did that. Yeah, also you would have also mad true. eyes. You would have mad eyes Farley. <laughs> Exactly, but it's a cool nickname. Teacher, <laughs> I, it, it's got to be a toe, right? Because, like, yeah, I think it's something hidden. For, what if it's massive? It's, what if it ends up being huge? You can't, yeah, you I can't get into your Nike trainers it. anymore. But like, I've always thought that that's the one bit of a body where if you did have something weird on it and you got it out at a party, people would like it as opposed to being freaked out. Do you know what I mean? What would that be? What? What? What what now? Which which part of the body would you think people toe. Would think would be all right? Toe, really? yeah. Okay. Like people got weird toes all the time, and then they show them and they go, "Oh yeah, that is weird," but it doesn't matter. Like no one really genuinely cares if you've got a weird toe. Um, but you're right though. Would, I mean, shoes would be a pain in the ass. Yeah. What about anus? What if it's just like a massive wide hole? And yeah, I could you... store things in it though. You could store things, but you just wouldn't be able to hold in your shit anymore because you wouldn't have the sort of... Yeah, that would be an It issue. would just be like when you ate, it just come out the bottom. <laughs> and just fall out. <laughs> it's just fall out the bottom. It's not too different from what it is now, actually. 
uh, neck, maybe. No, because it might be 60 foot tall like a giraffe. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> okay. yeah, but that would be brilliant. You'll never get on a tube. Imagine you, David, with a giraffe's neck. You'd never it's... get you'd never get on a tube, but you'd always be able to like, like see where you park your car and stuff. Be like, look, yeah, it's over there. Meeting at you, like at festivals, are like, yeah, I'm about to go on a massive neck. <laughs> <laughs> like, ringing their mates. But I can't see. Matt, I can see you now. Yeah. You say you say. Oh, I've got it. Right, it's got to be your um hill, surely. The heel of your foot. Why? That, but that can go really far back, so you've got like a Matt, massive double Matt, You can say that about any body part. Exactly, you can say that about any... such a good question. So, <laughs> so what I'm trying to do is find the one that's going to least impact your life in, about, in a negative way. You need to find something where you don't mind if it's massive or small. Um, yeah, but if it's, like, if it's like your ankle and it like goes really far back, people will keep treading on it, won't they? That'd be really annoying. Yeah, that would be that would be like the wedding, you know, that people treading on the wedding dress, but you're walking yeah. around the streets with like a massive. So sorry, it's my ankle, you know. Yeah, but again, these criticisms could be said about any part of the body. Like what? What? I mean, you name one. Tonsils. <laughs> yeah, but what if it's like really long, and then people like you can't fit it in your mouth anymore? You <laughs> just people just like tripping over it. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, well, good thing kept in my mouth. It'd be fine. So the answer to that is um, tonsil, tonsil, yeah. or penis. <laughs> Next question. Okay, Matt is a constantly upbeat chap, and almost frighteningly positive man. Are there any games he really, truly hates? Um, why? Well, we could go really deep in this question, but uh, but let's not, because I don't really want to cry on the podcast. But um, yeah, no, I'll, we want you to cry on the podcast. What? What's that? I basically don't. I don't hate. I just don't hate. I don't see what the point is, and I don't do it. What do you mean? I just I, I've never understood where people are like, oh, I hate James Corden, or I hate John Terry. Like, well, they've done nothing to you. Just like, why would you waste your energy and time on hating anything or, or hating someone? Unless someone's like, killed my family, that's probably <laughs> about it. <laughs> yeah, well, but maybe other like, serious things as well. But I don't know. I just don't waste time on hating or having anger. Yeah, I, but it, it's not something you control. Well. I I know, but okay. I, I for some reason I just don't seem to feel it a lot. Like I think I remember telling you when um in the early few weeks and months after Ed, my daughter was born, that was the first time I felt anger in like years. And it wasn't anger at her; it's just like you know, stress of having a, having a kid and no sleep and that sort of stuff. And it felt genuinely like a weird sensation inside my body. Like I was like suddenly angry loads, or I felt it was like weird whole energy inside me. So I just and and you know that's not dissipated, and I just don't really feel it much. I, I don't nothing nothing angers me really. No, I don't really get mega pissed off. Um, I don't hate anyone. You 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 did when I got when I asked you to do the uh, ALS I, I, ice bucket challenge. Yeah, I was I wasn't I didn't hate anything. I just wasn't a huge fan of that. But <laughs> you got really <laughs> angry at me. You said, "Why the fuck have you asked me to do this?" I yeah, it does happen every now like and then, fun. but it's really, 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 really rare when I get angry and or properly pissed off. I can usually just brush everything off. Um, Matt, I that's not I normal, mate. Ha- I just don't have I anger. Don't know, see, I'd like to be you, Matt, because I'd love to feel like that, because I just get annoyed by everything all the time. And it'd be it'd be nice to feel like that, I think. What? Like, who do you guys genuinely hate, like, celebrity-wise, and why do you hate them? There's no... no there's no. I can't think of any celebrity or anything I really... I really hate or anything, but there's stuff that annoys me. 
that guy from McFly that bangs on about his kid nonstop. Now I know I do, but he does it in such a smug way that it's, it just infuriates me. There you go. That's one. Yeah, I know the guy you mean. Um, but no, I have no feelings towards that. Oh, I, I, it's weird, Matt. That is a weird way to live your life. Yeah, I can't control it. Honestly, seriously, when when this whole you know just becoming dad, and I was like super angry for ages, and I was like, oh god, it's like oh, it felt weird and this horrible energy inside me. I can't describe it, and it's fucking, it's just weird that yeah. And I thought, what's wrong with me that I can't feel like anger or hatred? I just don't just don't do it. I don't waste my time in it. As, I don't know. I'm I'm clearly a messed up individual. What games do I hate? I mean, Uncharted three did my fucking nothing. Um, at various <laughs> points, in fact, parts of Uncharted Four did my head in. To be honest, I—I I mean, I get so close to just chucking it in the bin, but um, I didn't. I, I pulled through. I don't That's know it. what I hate. Just I the mean, Uncharted games. I can't think of a game I hate really. Um, there's probably—I—I—I I, I might come back to you on that. There's probably some stuff I hate, but generally, I don't have hate as a as a, as an emotional reaction to anything. Hmm. Fact. I—I—I th- I think that we're probably going to find out at some point that Matt is p- more angry than the rest of us. Probably yeah. The only thing I this hate is, all, is this hate. is all some sort of weird way of uh, den- This is like denial. Yeah, I, I mean, whether I'm constantly upbeat, I think that's probably different. I probably see the good in everything, but upbeat is you just probably need to get to know me, Chris, and it's very, very different on the inside. <laughs> Gary Dutton. Next question. Okay, my dad once said that if we won the lottery, he called a racehorse Choshage just to make the commentator say it. Um, if you won the lottery, which video game would you fund an HD remake of? Skate 3, innit? It's sure. got to be Skate 3. Yeah. Skate 3. <laughs> Next question. That's it. That's it. Yeah. Good. Right. Um, Matt, what are we going to do now? Are we going to tell people what to do? Yes. Well, um, of course you can... I don't want to do a social bit anymore, in honesty. Why? Because it feels like you've ruined it. Okay, excellent. My job here is done. Um, <clears throat> this week's episode of the Computer Game Show was sponsored by uh, Spilt Milk Studios and their uh, computer game, Lazarus. Go to uh, playlazarus.com. That's spelled L-A-Z-A-R-U-S. Um, and enter the code Computer Game Show when prompted. Uh, they paid their 40 quid. Do you know what I mean? And we we've done them, it, guys. We are, we've, we've actually done it. Done it. We've like, smashed it. We joked about it. We wanted to change podcast advertising for the better, and we've only gone and bloody well done it. Someone's yep. paid the money. Do you, you listener, the person who's listening to us right now, do you want to advertise something, anything? Advertise your mum's 60th birthday, your game, <laughs> your Twitter account. You want to talk about, you want to like throw shade at someone in school or college, 40 pounds. We'll do it. <laughs> I kind of preferred it when he read out all those social stuff, to be honest. Yeah, good point. It sounds less desperate, but, you know, 40 quid, isn't it? Um, contact us, uh, thecomputergameshow at gmail.com uh, if you're interested in uh, supporting the show. And um, we will be back next week with, hopefully, a full crowd again. Uh, thanks for living it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.